0: Talking Tesla! Talking Tesla Tesla. I'm not sure if like my foot should be on the brake or the accelerator. Because they put rings on Elon. It must be some sort of geometrical algorithm.
1: Are you ready, Mel?
2: Oh, I'm sure this is Matt.
1: Tom. <laughs>
2: Robert. Yeah. Well alright, fellas. Well that's
0: Expected to drive a car without autopilot. So
2: here's the deal. You know, I'm not a good parker Tom. Yeah. I'll be in the first to admit it. I just yeah. think that this is a car company that is run by Super geeks. All yeah, the other cars are gonna be stupid cars compared to this car. Tesla. You don't even have Tesla. Tesla.
0: Yep. yep, I remember that. You have got a model I have I have seen Tesla. the future and it is like pole charging. No, I
3: wouldn't call it a screw up. Do you like your Model X? God, it's beautiful. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, it's Sogan Tesla 70 uh
2: Let's get into this. The Crown. We're all Netflix. Go. Did you like
0: it? <laughs> it's very good. Why the hell are we talking about it? Why
2: not? I don't know. I yes, want to chase this good. show into I a fin- Netflix show.
0: <laughs> I finished watching it yesterday, which yep. means now I can focus on The Man in the High Tower, which I started watching before The Crown. Yes. But The Crown is much
3: better. It's so much
2: work. The Man in the High Tower, I started watching it as well, and I haven't gotten back to it. So does that mean I don't like it? I thought I liked it. You like
0: it initially because it has an amazing premise. Yes,
3: this, this week
0: at Netflix. <laughs> yes, and yes. then you realize it's not really acted that well, and maybe not written that well. But or then shot that well. <laughs> no, it's beautifully or shot. Actually, that well. It's beautifully okay. shot. That well. Uh, well, in my opinion, but then. You get like four or five more episodes into it and you start to really – it takes a while for the character development to happen in my opinion where you really – you start to care about them and you want to know what happens. And really for me, what's up with the Nazis? I want to know what's going on with them. Are they they real? Is the whole thing real? Because then there's this mysterious film thing and that shows – d-day and all kinds of other things happening so I don't you guys I, are making me crazy i am so <laughs> far behind on
3: five different series i just finished house of cards and narcos i'm so excited i haven't finished narcos i'm behind on that oh narcos well, is great let's and stop tra- talking about let's this be bullshit. clear about
2: one thing i've said it before there's too much good tv <laughs> this is really going to piss a lot of people off i've only watched two episodes two episodes of uh, the one where there's lots of sex and killing and it's in the old days. Game of Thrones. I hate that show. I've I never, never watched seen it. Game of Thrones. Really? Everybody tells us it's fantastic
3: and I really like the first Let's, two episodes. My Let's wife go back. loves Game of Thrones. Let's go back 15 years. Okay. Would we ever have imagined ourselves saying the, that phrase? Th- there's so much good television. It's, Would you ever have imagined that? I want to do a show on TV because
2: 15 <laughs> years <ago it> <laughs> there used to be Seinfeld. Yeah. That's about it. Friends. Well,
0: Simpsons. Maybe. Come Simpsons
3: on. was great, yeah. And was- the
0: new Simpsons, Bob's Burgers. I uh, which I recently I'd always dabbled. I was a dabbler. You're a dabbler? <laughs> I was a dabbler. And then I started from season one, episode one, Bob's Burgers is really good. Yeah. It's Let me just very
3: subversive. Shout out to the Simpsons crew Because they are big Tesla fans And big Tesla supporters You know why?
0: Because they get big Tesla, paychecks, <laughs> <Tesla> <laughs> paychecks <laughs>
3: And they live in LA And if you don't drive a Tesla You're not as cool
0: um, Should we talk about Oh, do we have to? No, let's do it Come on, it's Talking Tesla 70
2: A couple of weeks ago Tom was really angry Don't know why He just came in here He was all pissed off Well, guess whose role that is today I'm just
3: intrinsically In my soul Pissed off today Is that why we're starting uh, almost 30 minutes late? We're
2: starting late My computer didn't work I couldn't get anything to work uh, It's just I'm in a pissy mood I thought I thought just it was saying. because there were
3: goobers on your keyboard There's all this sticky <sighs> shit on your Could keyboard
2: Could it be because we we're living in the Donald Trump era? I got a few things that I have to say about this You ready boys? I'm going on a rant And I'm sorry to everybody
3: Oh I thought it was an Apple rant now, Just remember
0: 50% of our listeners Make a lot of money.
2: Okay. <laughs> yes and, and
0: and maybe like the Donald.
2: Look, um yeah, here's here's a spiel anyway. Look, we're in the Donald Years and uh, this is not a political show, and I don't want it to become a political show because Except- frankly, it will be a shitty political show. But having said that, <laughs> I just have to get a couple of things off my chest. This week's quote is alternate facts by Kelly and Connor. Conway? Oh. Is she Conway? Conway? Yeah, Conway Genius, by the way On Meet the Press Now, this is the young lady Who follows up behind Donald and tries to explain <laughs> the stuff that he says It's a difficult job, I'll give her that You know it's where she was working
0: last week? Behind the elephants at Ringling Brothers There
1: you go Oh
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah,
1: I
3: got it She'll, So she's
2: doing the same thing They closed Yeah so Now she's, she's got a new gig Same,
3: same job, different uh-huh. place I
2: know. want you to follow the logic of this audio clip Okay? So let's roll the uh roll the videotape as it were you mentioned facts uh, the magic word let's look at what Kellyanne conway said this morning about facts
3: why put him out there the, for the very first time in front of that podium to utter a provable falsehood it's a small thing but the first time he confronts the public it's a falsehood
2: Chuck, I mean if we're going to keep referring to our press secretary in those types of terms, I think that we're going to have to rethink our relationship here.
3: It undermines the credibility of the entire White House press office no, it on doesn't. day don't one. Don't be so
2: don't be so overly dramatic about it, Chuck. What it, it, you're saying it's a falsehood and they're giving Sean Spicer our press secretary gave alternative facts to that. But the point remains. Wait a alternative facts?
3: Alternative <laughs> facts four of the five facts he uttered. The Paycheck, one thing he got right was Zeke Miller. Four of the five facts he uttered were just not true. Look, alternative facts are not facts. They're falsehoods. So
2: alternate facts is uh, today's or this week's word. And I've just got to say, um, I understand that there are people who uh, love the Donald. He's going to bring back jobs. Uh, there's reasons to uh, like the Donald. Um, OK, I get it. But what they're doing is driving me crazy because what they're effing with with this idea that you can say anything, you can make up facts, you can just bullshit your way through a presidency is extraordinarily dangerous because they're not just effing with a new way of doing politics or being um, America-focused. And uh, what they're trying to do here is radically change the way the world works, which is very dictatorial. If you look at, I don't know, African dictators – if they don't like the way the facts are they just make them up and if they don't like the fact that the press is disagreeing with them, they just shut them out. This is a very dangerous time. Donald, we're watching Kellyanne Conway. I don't care if you're a Donald Trump supporter or a not Donald Trump supporter. this is dangerous shit that you're playing with and we're watching you. I'm sorry, I'm done now. Okay good They are
0: we are watching them for sure and they are lunatics. And I don't really understand what their end game is, except for the most. I watch the Sunday morning political shows, both of them. Excellent. The Stephanopoulos and the and the This Week mm-hmm. or in the yeah This Week the NBC oh the Meet the Press Meet the
2: pe- the Meet the Press the Meet the
0: Press <laughs> the Press that is and, meeting I believe. And the most interesting thing I heard on one of those shows was that they sort of used it as a distractor. Right, They used all of this news, they got this into the news cycle that, oh, his thing was bigger and they kept pushing it back and and sending the press secretary out to distract from the millions of people who protested the day after his inauguration all across the world. And it worked, right? That was a story, but it wasn't the story because it was the lying White House press secretary who didn't answer questions, and the combativeness with the ex-CIA director and all the other stuff that he did. So that
3: was my little soapbox. So what's more important, taking a bust of Martin Luther King out of the White House, which they didn't do? Or was it more important that somebody reported that Trump had the bust of Martin Luther King taken out of the White House, which he didn't, or the fact that millions of people traveled on a rainy day in many cities to gather in huge groups to protest many of the things that our current president has advocated. Now, if you're not in the U.S., you may not have uh, seen some of
2: these protests, but they oh, were quite But wait, they massive. were all
3: over the world. They were all over the world. I don't know how far
2: – they were in Australia and they are in other places as well. But here in the States, my wife tried to go. So she goes down to the train station and uh, couldn't get on <laughs> There were so many people at the train station. She right. couldn't get to downtown. So she hops back in the car she goes to another train station a little further over the road down there. Couldn't get on. Yeah. Too many people. Went. There were millions of people that were protesting. And, again, we're watching you. This is what's important about nonviolent protest. We're watching you. It's really hard even for bullshit uh, regimes to
3: ignore masses of people in the streets saying, we're watching you. Yeah. And uh, I just re-upped my – I I put in my uh, subscription to the New York Times. I'm going to further support independent news.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm I'm done now, but I'm angry. So that tone is going to flow through here, (laughs) and I could tell you an alternate fact. I'm not angry, but that's what we call a lie. (laughs) I'm just pissed off. Tom, can you tell us about the stock price? Well, today's
0: stock price is $248.54. As we record this, up $3.81 already wow. today. So that's pretty good. And that puts us at post Model 3 launch numbers. So we're back up. Right. So at Model 3, the number of the day the Model 3 launched was 245. And we are now back above that. It had been in that interim. Yes. Intertestament inter- inter- period. Intertestament <laughs> yes. period. It had been as low, I think, as 185 or so, yeah, maybe even a little bit
3: lower. Right on right there. And that's just the day did. that I was planning on buying more, but I couldn't get my computer link to the stock program thing going, and I'm – whatever. It, it really I did just not have by.
0: that same problem that day, by the way. Did you buy some? Cocky yes, bastard. I did. You've made a lot. That's up no, like 60 bucks. Right, but it just sort it's of – like three weeks. Yeah, there you have it.
2: I wish – It well, was look, not a lot. <laughs> doesn't matter. This is not going to be much of a revelation, but I'm going to tell you right now. I, um, I got this idea that if I had a time machine – I could make a lot of money. <laughs>
3: oh, not and Just again. saying. No, just but, saying.
2: But it's not a new
0: uh, anyways.
2: There's a Netflix show called ARQ. A R Q. I watched it last night with my son. And it's another a, one. It's uh, a Netflix ninth, original. Ninth series. It's not a series, it's just a movie. So now they're making movies. And so here's the idea that they had. They there's got some director there
3: and Before they said is it worth watching?
2: Yeah, I liked it a lot. Oh, okay. And I don't have to explain why. Because there's this director there that they said uh, his philosophy was, well, you could give me $100 million and I can make a movie, and it might be good or it might not. But if you give me $100 million and I make 100 movies for a million, a couple of those are going to be good. So that's what Netflix did right now. They're making a sh- tonne, long tonne, short tonne? Metric sh- tonne? Shit tonne <laughs> of uh, content. Uh, shitty movies? And uh, this one's pretty good. I like it. It's a, it's a time loop kind of a thing. You can make movies
0: relatively inexpensively if you stay out of the VFX room. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah, you do it story. I swear, this movie was shot in one or two apartment rooms, and then it's all about
3: the writing and the acting. And no. I thought it was quite good.
0: It harkens you know, back to the olden days of filmmaking,
2: or, or, where or silent,
3: like, or where all of the movies uh, that come out of Van Nuys, the Valley, come from. Well, that's
2: a different type of movie. Yeah,
3: you're, you're such a
2: hater. <laughs> a hater. No. I'm you just, know what? reality new zealand and australia have a nice little uh, filmmaking group down there they have no budget but they make good movies because it's all about characters and writing well they're not all good some are <laughs> absolutely right but let's be <laughs> honest name anything
0: besides the hobbit and lord of the rings
2: uh mad max the original
0: so good
2: yeah probably made, on made on yeah. a
0: shoestring budget but the la the other ones the post uh, mad max movies were not made on a shoestring and Indeed.
3: also not as good can i recap from last week Please. We all talked and moaned about the ventilated seats. Yes. I've, I've actually had some nice inside information about the ventilated seats and Please. the fact that the ventilated seats weren't very good. I'm trying
2: to work out the segue from shitty movies to ventilated seats, but He's guys, trying I'm to trying keep keep <laughs> to
3: air out the, the methane, the okay. methane, and move towards the Tesla. Okay. And so I heard that the ventilated seats were actually quite loud, quite noisy, and didn't work very well. Is that and so, whether or not you had the
0: upgraded sound system or what was the, <laughs> what was the deal with if that? If you were
3: turned up to 11, you yeah. didn't notice them. Yeah. Or yeah. if
0: you're in ludicrous mode, you're too scared to even hear them.
3: Well, then you're actually wetting in your seat and then the <laughs> ventilated seat really doesn't work well. Especially if it's blowing out. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that with the ventilated seats, when I, you know, when I test drove um, a P100D two weeks ago, the temperature outside was like. 50 52 so the need for ventilated seats was pretty much negligent or negative not needed period <coughs> negligible negligible Neglige. what's <laughs> up Tom you're going back to Van Nuys and so um but what I did notice is when I sat in the back of the car because I wanted to check out the all glass roof and make sure it had more headroom because my son is now topped my height and uh, often gets regula- reg- regulated relegated to the back seat. See, I haven't had enough coffee time. There's this no espresso. Your son
2: is now taller than you. He is taller than is me. Is he 6-6? Six, six? What, what's going on? Is now he, he going to join the NBA? He's probably
3: a solid 6 four and a half. You know, he's he Whoa. depends on what time of day cuz if he's been slouched at his desk doing homework for 3 hours, he's probably an inch shorter. <laughs> Cool. Nevertheless, I sat in the back seat of the Tesla with the newer seats, and what I noticed and did not like is that the bottom of the seat now extends all the way down. They've they've designed the seats, I guess, to take up that empty space underneath the seat with whatever, padding, ventilation, other doodads, and I cannot put my feet under the seat. So when the person in front of you is tall and they've lowered the seat all the way down, the seat almost meets the floor. And now I got nowhere to put my toes. It becomes more uncomfortable in the back seat. So if you are a one percenter.
2: A one percenter. Who's also 6'4". I'm not a
3: one percenter. No, I was
2: going to say one percenter yeah. in height. Globally.
3: Oh, globally. globally we're all one we're all tenth of one percenters. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever done that? There was I'm an app. a global human being. Uh, what can I tell you?
2: If you go, There's an app, and you can go watch your income compared to the rest of the world. Like, if you work at McDonald's yeah. at minimum wage, you're a one percenter. Uh, just saying. Look, uh, we've mm. gotten off topic. Let's go back here because I was going to do an article. <laughs> we've gotten off topic. <laughs> we haven't gotten show. off topic. This show might as well be called Off Topic. Yeah, the last 18 months has been off topic. Look, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is a little article from Electric. I'm just saying, Morgan Stanley upgrades its target price. So, Adam Jonas, if you remember, he's this Tesla specialist over there at the Stanley that is Morgan, and uh, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you can't start the show like that. <laughs> and okay, you remember this guy just a few weeks ago said the Model Three you're not going to see it until uh, you know 2000 and late 2018, maybe 2019 then he went over to the gigafactory he hung out with elon and a couple other people and now he's saying uh, i just want to correct that looks like they're on track it's all good <laughs> and then the stock price uh, takes off so who doesn't love stock analysts who doesn't i have a friend uh, tom knows him very well we'll call him tony cause, that's cuz that's, that's his name. name yeah and he's uh, one of these finance guys and he's like he actually used to work at a place very similar to the stanley that is morgan and he goes, you know what we'd do for fun?
0: I'm going to stab him for you, Talking Tesla Nation. <laughs> oh, Don't worry about it.
3: Stabbing won't help. It's more of a socket. The, the analysts would come out with their what they should do. And just for fun, him and his buddies would do the exact opposite and made more money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so insane and crazy when I listen to the. That these guys put out and I don't know why it's like are they just bored or maybe they went to lunch and they had like an extra martini like the fifth martini and they're so blitzed that they just f-ing write whatever it doesn't make any sense and when I hear it's sort of like when you Tom went to drive your bolt and the guy was telling you about the Tesla coming out with I don't know a hunt 100, the 120 gigawatt car you <laughs> Turns know? out he was right. no he was not he was there's already rumors about the 120 we're gonna get to it anyway (laughs) it's just it makes me kind of crazy so i actually put together i just dropped that in there because i had done this work yesterday and was too tired and fell asleep and i dropped in a spreadsheet that shows you all the different models that are out there and just because now tesla's announced the 100d damn it well but There's kind of a glitch. Because I thought, thought, wow, I I delayed, right? I I had my order in before the end of the year so I could get the supercharging for life. And then they announced that it could go to the 15th. So I canceled my order in the week that I had. And I thought, okay, I'm going to delay. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, just maybe, I had a hunch they would come out with 100D. We've been waiting for this, right? How long? We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. And guess what? Boom! I put in my order on the 15th and they came out with the announcement. Yet what they say now is I cannot change my mm. order. So you called them and asked because Dave Mason had changed
2: his order at the last second.
3: Said so they were very nice and they changed the order. Of course. But I've been working with a really nice guy, Gordon. Gordon and listens
0: to the show maybe? I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I Doesn't like the falcon wing door conversation
3: something? to Something. Oh, you think there's a conspiracy. Come Maybe on, it's so true. Maybe my whole bitch and complaint should be against Mel yes. for all of his Oh, yes, because accuracy. N-
0: because Robertson never said anything negative about Tesla on never. the show and if you haven't, you should get off. I'm bitching now <laughs> because I want to pay
3: only 3,000 freaking dollars and get Another 42 miles of range. I'm kind of, you know, going back and forth to Boulder, we did have to stop quite a bit. Let, it was kind of a pain in the ass to make nine supercharger stops each way. Let me, I, I would, would like to make six supercharger <laughs> stops each way. So, so let me I put would. this in perspective. Sometimes it's, I hate uh, this show. There's
2: a, you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put this in perspective. Teslarati, we love those guys. Uh, Gene wrote a little article and says, here, look, the 100D has hit the design studio. So we've had the P100D for weeks and weeks. Very expensive car. We knew that the 100D would come, and I should have waited, and I didn't because I couldn't help myself. But um, it gets about 30, nearly 40 miles more range yeah, I put it down there. It's uh, 41 extra miles. 41 extra miles, but it's for three only grand. three grand more than the 90D, which means right. that it's only $75 per mile of range, which is pretty extraordinary. Because if you go from the 75-kilowatt-hour battery to the 90-kilowatt-hour battery, you have to pay something – right and I did right the math here, here – like um, $275 per – mile of range. So this extra range has they've tacked it on there really right. cheaply. It's, I it's, think somebody screwed up. I think they're like, "Oh hell. We didn't do the math on that because it's so much cheaper
3: to add that, you know, that extra 40 miles range for 3 grand. That's amazing." Right, it's 6 grand per 10 th- by for uh, uh, 10 kilowatts. 10 grand for 10 kilowatts versus 3 grand for 10, ten kilowatt, kilowatt, kilowatt hours. Kilowatt hours. No. Of course. Oh, you did it. Ah,
2: sucker! I'm telling you, man, I need
3: more freaking cars. <laughs> but you're
2: saying that they did a sort of a a whoop-de-do kind of thing. So now you can get the hundred D, but you can't get the lifetime charging. So did they do that specifically? We're going to turn off lifetime free supercharging, boom, and then at the same time we're basically going to turn on. Here's a bigger battery. Plus,
3: what they did in the in the. Store, what is it called? The design studio. They changed how you can mix and match uh, paint, roof, interior, uh, liner, the headliner. There's only set, set. Uh, Groups you can't go Oh I want this wood with that Thing they're further streamlining The design process Uh,
2: Yes, Getting ready for model 3 there's been too Many choices Uh, a couple of other Things to say uh, from this Tesla Article from Jim is that Okay so it's only $3,000 more and So I did some math are you ready for this ladies and gentlemen Boys and the wee girls I did some math and I said, well, how much would a 400-mile Tesla be? And at that price, if they kept doing it like that, it would be under $5,000. Another $5,000 and you could get a 400-mile Tesla. They're using the old technology. They're using the old 18 – what is it? Uh, The cell line, 18650. This is not the new cell line, the 2170. Yeah. So I think that there's some big moves going to occur in the range area, and this is really huge for Model 3 because they could potentially put in a much smaller battery with higher density at less price, and so that's the key to keeping that cost of the Model 3 down at about 300 miles range. I'm excited. I am excited by stock, but uh,
3: not from me because if you need a cat skin, it's big. Yes. Well, so – and I just threw in a picture of what this new design studio looks like. There's only one, two, three, four, five choices, period, as far as your interior and your work. And the cheapest one is basically the Uber edition, which is black car, black seats, black liner, black dash, simple. Interesting.
0: But at the bottom of this thing that you posted, it says white seats are stain-resistant, easy to clean, and perform best of all seats during high-volume test drives, period. Tesla recommended, mm-hmm. period, with a an error because they uh, capitalize recommended, even though it's the second word in that sentence.
3: Excellent. Excellent
0: proofreading there, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> but that's weird to me. I believe those are Why the— Why don't all the seats have the same stain resistance?
3: Because they're leather. Are the white ones not leather? I believe they're— pleather or some sort of vegan leather and we talked about this last week and i am going to reiterate that tesla is going vegan i believe tesla will be going vegan and you said it's crazy that model 3 will come without leather seats and i know what i, I said feel, was
0: cloth seats would come with cloth seats
3: oh yeah but i said that probably not leather they're probably only going to have simple versions and if you remember back to the tesla uh Stockholder meeting about a year and a half ago, I refused there to. was a couple. They each registered separately to to propose something to the board of directors, and each one proposed that they wanted to buy a Tesla, and they, they are vegan, and they didn't want to have cow products in their car, and this was very upsetting to them, and a lot of people wrote in after that, and that's when Tesla started committing to the vegan car, and I believe that's going to be a Tesla going forward, right? Where does all the… Methane come from or tons of it come from? My buttocks. And cows. And cows. cows. Yeah. So if we can eliminate the cow element to a Tesla, how much more are we going to affect global climate change? Interesting. I have a question.
2: If they're simplifying, as you've said, and we're getting less and less choices, and Elon has said this, and you can quote me, the model three is gonna be a great car. I'm beginning to think the model three Is going to be one great car. It comes in black, (laughs) and it comes in black. Is going? Is he going to go Model T on us? Is he going to simplify this to the extreme? You're going to get no, no, a black. That's
3: ridiculous. It is ridiculous. You can probably get get like you know, there's got to be like five colors. This has all been researched, right? People, you can have any color as
2: long as it's black.
3: Exactly. I was going to try and (laughs) work that in, but you beat me to the. Thank you. All right, you can go
2: fast a lot again. This is a electric Fred Lambert who said, Last month, Tesla limited the power output of its performance vehicles after the frequent loo- use of launch mode. It Bear turns out, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, that if you buy a P100D L, you like to show off. You like to hit it and go very fast. Well, what Tesla did is that they software... Reduce the number of times you could do that. Apparently, and Tesla Nation got pissed. And this is a really good part of this story. On the Tesla forums, people who had these performance editions said, "This is BS. I spent lots of bucks so that I can go really fast and you know prove that I have enormous genitals or whatever it is, whatever reason it is you like do that." I knew you that. were going
0: there at some point in this ramble. And uh,
2: hey, there's
3: girls who do this too. They can by have the way. enormous
2: genitals as well. Everybody's got some <laughs> genitals that are big Who are driving around in these deals uh, Oh my god And,
3: <laughs> and I'm going to
2: get so many letters about that Look, yes, it is true I have small genitals It's okay All right.
3: No it's, Stop it's <laughs> Hey, we don't have autopilot And everybody's listening car Everybody's cars are listening And they're going to they're going to drive off the so road with So on email.
2: the forums, Tesla Nation said, look, I paid a lot of money for this. I want to do this a lot. And so they've reversed it. So now you can just go as much as you can. And Tesla has said, well, what we'll do then is we'll just sort of check that you're not wearing out your motors too fast. The reason they said that uh, they stopped doing this is because this is a huge amount of energy going through these motors. And there's a lot of potential wear and tear on this. And they're the, not the only high-end company that reduces the amount of times or the speed with which you can drive. But they said... Because they were, they listened, and they said, look, we're going to wire, wire this back, and you can go as fast as you like, as often as you like.
0: They listened because they were outed by Tesla owners, and then there's all these reports. But what they did say was they are going to now more actively monitor – your cars wear and tear on the powertrain and send you a little message. Hey, we noticed you've been ludicrousing quite a bit lately. Uh, the blonger is wearing out. You should come in and fix it so you don't get abandoned in the middle of nowhere. Robert's got his hand up. Go
3: ahead, Robert. Do we have any idea how many launches in ludicrous mode it takes to trigger the first of any of these warnings? No. Do we know what a skruglbonger is? <laughs> you can't even pronounce it, and I don't know what I said.
0: There's also a sister article from Gene at Teslarati. We love those guys. And there's a lot more details with graphs and charts and other things These I don't charts? understand oh, cool. about you know the amount of horsepower they were reducing during this little foray into minimizing the performance of their automobiles.
2: Well – there you go. Since it's a I don't foray. I, since I don't have uh, the performance edition this wasn't an issue to me, but I was excited that the Tesla Nation got them to change things. Hey, just as an aside, did you hear about the guy? So this is a guy, right? <laughs> he's got a Tesla, right? <laughs> and he didn't have his key, and uh, he drove into the desert to go check out some stuff. And he's like, "It's cool cuz you know, I can just open and start my car and stuff with my app." What he didn't realize after he turned the car off and went for a walk maybe at a wee wee, came back to his car, no cell service.
1: Mm. Wah, wah, wah. Got
2: stuck in the middle of nowhere with a beautiful Tesla, unable to start the car Is his name somebody at this table? <laughs> is this Why are you looking at me? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me It's the Our, kind of stupid crap that I would do <laughs> oh, That sounds like it's got you written this all over is it. Is a public service announcement Although the app can start your car and it is great and I have used it because I've left my keys at home this is a reminder that it does require that you have self-service, and if you're somewhere where there's no self-service, it's not going to start.
0: I want to know who.
2: It wasn't me. I want to know
3: who. You it, know wasn't, who it, wasn't
0: oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me.
3: No, he knows who. He knows who. You want somebody outed? I yeah. don't know For who it was. Driving away, out to the this desert. story come from? That's this nice. came from
2: Radio. or <laughs> like that. a story is real. It's not false. It's not like I make things up. It, it, happened,
3: flat. it happened to many of us at the top of Mount Wilson. I talked about that before where you have a big array of antennas that are blasting out electromagnetic waves and your remote doesn't work very well. Nothing works very well. You have to use certain tricks, which you have to go back and listen to other Tesla shows to get. But – um, other Tesla shows besides other, yeah, this, no, this, this <laughs> <just> used, <laughs> no or other, other talking version, Tesla shows. other talking Tesla versions oh, thank
0: yes. cuz there are other Tesla shows from what i hear
3: that's true there are and so uh, this is a big complaint and a big suggestion that's been made over and over so you know i think you can still do this and i tried it the other day when you press on the the little voice activation button on the right side of your steering wheel you can say bug report and then what you say gets recorded and sent to Tesla and it goes to their engineers. So first thing, don't press the button, say bug report, and then start screaming and you know, obscenities and you assholes and why is the stock price? Wait, don't, don't do
0: that. Do not do <laughs> he says that. Don't do that. Do <laughs> no, not do no, that. No, no, no. Oh, don't no, wait. I'm gonna do that. <laughs>
3: Try and be concise and do it at the time something's going wrong. So a lot of people have put this out. I know I've read about it on the forum where they want the tesla app to be able to connect with the car via bluetooth right the car already connects to your phone via bluetooth you can play music through the car you can play i don't know what through the car but you know youtube you can listen to the audio through the car you can use your phone through the car why not be able to to music and that was it yeah it's true (laughs) again I am espresso deficient. And so, why can't your phone communicate with the car using Bluetooth? Then you are not internet dependent. Tom? Bluetooth might not be secure.
0: As secure as you might want it to be. That might be the problem right there.
3: It could have a code, basically a back and forth. Do you see the number 17 on your screen? Do you see the number 17 on your phone? You know, Apple does this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. These are engineers, man. They're smart men and women. Please continue. Another suggestion. And I just sent this as an Apple. I'm sorry. Apple. Apple. (laughs) Wow. Wow. We're having wow. Apple issues, and so I sent a bug report just the other day. So we're living in Southern California, where it never rains.
0: That's in, that's incorrect.
3: Except over the last six freaking weeks, don't complain about the rain. I love the How rain, dare you? Except when my backyard floods. Been there, and you don't, get, you don't get your choice when I when I was driving home yesterday from this race I went to, and I'm trying to tr- turn into my neighborhood. There's this huge truck that is the white. Uh, what is it called? Swift water rescue truck. I live near a, a large creek that's all basically concrete. And they're like out there looking under all the bridges in West L.A. for homeless people and other people sleeping down there because the waters are starting to flow so strongly because yeah. we're having a ton of rain. So back to my point, when you are the driver of a Tesla, do you notice how the windshield wipers wipe everything to the driver's side? So if you're on the passenger side and the windshield wipers are going, you can get in and out of the car, no problem. The other day, I go to Starbucks, I'm going to get a coffee, it's raining like stink, and I have the windshield wipers on intermittent. Typically use that. Uh, So they're intermittent. You cannot predict when they're going to. Swipe. I go to get out of the car. Well, you can if you time it. Look no, at no, 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 no. They go according to how much obs- rain, oh, rain okay. is obscuring right. the camera or the sensor okay. behind the mirror. Right. So I'm about to get out of the car, not paying attention to the windows. I open the door, and the instant I stick one leg out, whoosh, the wipers go, I'm drenched. And I'm thinking, Maybe your car
0: <laughs> listens to this show, too. Why
3: can't Tesla... <laughs> modify this intermittent or even the other windshield wipers. When they note that the driver's door is opening, stop the windshield wipers. Did you push the bug report button? I did, and I sent it to them at that moment. And they just, unfortunately, you know, there's no camera in the car watching me. Although we're going to talk about that. (laughs) They, They didn't actually see my response, my upsetness. So- I didn't slam the door hard, so they didn't get that sensor report, but I was just pissed. So at Tesla, when
0: you send in the bug report, do you think it goes into a folder that says First World problem"?
3: (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh, Tesla shit. is all first the world The first problem that you, you had was what's... that you
0: went to Starbucks Why do you hate yourself? Drink better coffee Because
3: I was in Camarillo, California And that's about as good as it gets I could just see like all
2: of these software engineers And now they got the guy from Apple And they're, like, they're all crowded around like How do we make this autonomous driving work? There's 40,000 people that are killed every year here Just in the United States alone We've got to solve this problem Hang on a second Robert got wet by the windshield wipers. <laughs> Drop everything! It's like a—it's
0: like the SpaceX control room, right? Yeah. They're all sitting in there, and then all of a sudden, bugler, bing, 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 <laughs> bing, bing, big red thing comes up, and it's like, <laughs> oh, Robert got wet. Oh. His shoe is wet. Oh. <laughs> oh dear,
2: Model 3 inside uh, EVs. I heard they're not making the Model 3 anymore. Yeah, oh, no, they're, they're never going to
3: make it. You're,
2: you're never going to get your Model We're 3. We're going to get to that. There's so many great letters. There's too many great letters. So, uh, you got this uh, Gigafactory, right? And uh where? It's in the Nevada. And it makes in batteries. And we thought, you yeah, know, it's probably just going to make the batteries. Is that and that's the, all it's going to do. The
0: VAR that is nah, the- now. <laughs> no, 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 no. not no. no, Make it stop.
2: So they've put in another $350 million into this thing. And that means another 550 skilled jobs. So right now there's a 1,000 employees. There's 2,000 construction people. This is not part of their in- tax incentive plan. And now they're going to make... More than just the batteries, they're going to make some drivetrains. We knew this
0: was going to happen. We talked about this weeks ago.
2: Well, I was just saying I like this because really what I want to see, I want to see the lithium coming in the one end and the Model Y and the semi-trailers and the Model 3s. Coming out the other end, and I think we're getting close to that, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls I want to see him building at the Fremont that. factory mm-hmm. I want to see him building at the Gigafactory I want to see him build 12 more Gigafactories It's happening, Tom But That's I also solid.
0: want to see them This is what I want to see In California, very difficult to build a paint booth for lots example. Of, lots of environmental situations. Yeah, because w- it turns out the painting situations. things is bad. And plus, they're in the middle of a city where people live, right? Fremont's a little more difficult. We've talked about that in the past as well. But I want to see them use the same environmental st- regulations. Not regulations the wrong word, but standards that they would use in California, in Nevada, even though it's in a remote area. I want them to do the right thing. Wentz. Wentz. Winst? Wentz. Wentz. They start to pull these out. And I think they will. One interesting thing, I think it was in the comments section of this article, was like, imagine this. They're making the sleds, right? The fully autonomous gearboxes. They're making the fully autonomous batteries. And let's just say they put the tires on them. And then they autonomously drive Drive these sleds to Fremont all by themselves.
1: (laughs) Like a, train, cool. they charge
0: them up. a train of yeah. a thousand of them yeah, just yeah, yeah. curving up through the so Sierras. <laughs> and then another person had another good idea. So, so let's say you have these eight Teslas on the tra- – and you put them on a tractor trailer like you're transporting cars normally. Yeah. You daisy-chain all the batteries. You charge them fully before they leave the factory. <laughs> you daisy-chain them all together, and that's the power that gets the semi to bond. I want to take this Ooh. further. I-, I
3: like that idea. Thank you. I don't even want a it's Model 3. It's not even 3. mine. It's a great idea. I don't want a Model X.
2: Uh-uh. I just want a sled. Just give me the <laughs> sled because I'm going to trick it out my way. And I'll do thing – I'm just turning it into a skateboard and be ripping down the freeway. The, the seven other thing there. I noticed
0: about the Gigafactory uh, in pictures is the roof is
1: incredibly
0: void of any – HVAC yeah. stuff? Oh, yeah. Why have they not started installing solar panels they have. on the roof of that? I well, just so- saw
2: one yesterday, a high resolution 4K, and on one of those blocks that they've thing, it looks like it's completely covered in solar panels now, unless it's just black paint in squares.
3: So, yeah, when it's we were that. there <laughs> in the summer, when I was there with other people in the summer, that was a question that came up over and over and over again. And in fact, at that time, they said they didn't think they were going to use Tesla solar cells from the Buffalo factory to populate the roof of the Gigafactory. And we were like, what the F are you talking about? So they were actually on the market looking for large quantities of ready-to-use solar cells, but they had to finish the roofs. I don't know what the delay was, but it's kind of crazy. There is so much roof space and they've already got the top finished on like, four or five of those I, enormous where, squares?
2: Yesterday that 4K drone fly of it looks like one of those giant squares has got solar panels all over it. I was so impressed. Um, have you seen the Apple uh, the new Apple factory? Not the factory, the uh, No. In the, the up there, the no. the, the circular one? The donut. They've got solar panels. Coming out of their buttocks at that place as well. <laughs> the, the maybe building, they took it all. Of- the building does not have a buttocks. I think so. I think agree to disagree. Let, let's talk about autopilot, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Now oh, remember that um, a number of months ago, maybe it's a year ago, that Josh Brown, who was a big Tesla supporter, was killed in the first sort of documented um, fatality using autopilot. It appears that he was distracted, and uh, as you know, the situation there was a the sort of the sun was in front and there was a big white Truck that turned in front of the car and autopilot didn't see it And he didn't see it And he was killed And it's a really sad story Remember also that this happens On American roads At least a thousand times a day Where somebody is killed And many more are seriously injured So it really raised questions about Was this
3: a failure of autopilot And so the NTSA Well the before National you highway, even get there How many articles came out oh, and right. how many news stories Were flooding the airwaves And the television all about how Teslas are killing people and Tesla's responsible and let's talk about consumer reports. Right. So- I love consumer reports. I was pissed Tesla should shut down all autopilot?
2: It's, it's very difficult to do in these news cycles where people want to get people clicking on there. It's always all good news or all bad news instead of saying, well, let's wait for some data and see. Well, now we have it. The NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic and Safety Board, I guess it is. Transportation Safety Administration. Nitsa, thank, Nitsa. thank you. They did the uh, an analysis of uh, Autopilot 1.0. They reviewed forty four, almost 44,000 Tesla vehicles. And they said that it is safer than a human by about 40%, um, even when it's turned off. Because even when you turn it off, there is this sort of lane uh, reminder thing. There is crash. Like if you're about to crash into something, it'll say, hey, I know you turned me off, but I don't care. Oh, you're going to crash. They said it's 40% safer. Again, I'm not sure of the robustness of this data, but it certainly appears that it is pretty good. And the follow-up from uh, Tesla and other people have suggested that this 40% reduction is great. That could mean a lot of people's lives are saved. They want to get a 90% reduction with Hardware 2.0. Yeah,
0: they do want to get a 90%. And I just want to reiterate or state for facts that the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration did not – in their report, said this does not constitute a finding by them that no safety-related defect e- defect exists. It's just in this particular situation that they studied, it was not a defect in the way that the thing worked.
2: Now, of course, that means that, um, you know, they've fixed the radar, they've done some extra stuff, and there's much more to go here. But, again, please, if you're using uh, this hardware for now, until it is fully autonomous, please stay attentive. You plus the machine, I think, is better than either one alone, and we'll talk more about that in a minute. I've got another
3: story here. I look forward to the letter we talk. We have from one of our uh, airline pilot since, listeners.
2: Since we're talking about autopilot uh, – Hardware 2.0 is out, Uh, a thousand people got the software a couple of weeks ago, and now everybody who has hardware 2.0 is starting to get the um, software update and turning it on. Now, this is a big deal, because we believe that this hardware, once it learns, is going to be really smart. A lot of people are saying, well, why didn't you just turn it on? And a number of people, particularly in the forums, are saying, you need to understand The reason they had to wind this back and start again is because this is entirely new hardware, entirely new software, and an entirely new system. They really need to start slowly. So they did. So now it's coming out to everybody. Dave Mason, who you've heard on the show, has a brand new Model S. He has not got his as of last night. I got an upgrade uh, recently. But remember this also, please. I told you that my hardware thing was rendering weird, and the lanes were wobbling all over the place. And if you can go on our Twitter feed, I can show you the videos of that. I went down to Tesla and I talked to a very nice engineer down there who goes, I have no idea what's going on. But we sort of drove down the freeway and it seemed to be staying in the lanes. And since he didn't know what was going on, he said, look, let's just wait to the next update and then we'll go from there because it will probably just fix it. Well, and this new update is occurred. watch
3: Harry Potter in the meantime.
2: Yes. Watch the road. So I got the latest hardware uh, software update which is everybody's getting and it has become quite worse. So now the lanes are flopping <laughs> Wait, that's all not, over the place. That's not better. Quite it's worse. worse. It's worse. Quite worse. And Elon in a tweet said there is a number. He didn't state how many. There is a subset of cameras that are going to need to go in and get tweaked. It, he made it sound like the angle of which they're in the housing is a little bit mm, wrong. The so Herbert I'm edition sh- I think is what I is. have that and i got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you get this push, do not turn it on and read books Smoke a cigarette or put on your makeup because if you're one of the people who has what I've got, it is quite dangerous. In fact, I'm surprised that they're pushing it without recalling them. So apparently they can't work out if you're going to have a problem until they give you the software.
0: So when – what's the deal with yours then? Is there a date for the fixing of the cameras? Is there a a plan? Elon
2: said just take it to the service center and they can fix it up. So now – But you were at the service center. This was before Elon – uh, noted. I think this problem was so small and so in the inner circles that the Tesla guy that's supposed to fix it, like, I don't know what that is. I'm sure now a memo has gone out.
3: By the way, a subset of these hardware 2.0s are going to need uh, a X memo. fix. I just want to make sure that, you know, it's been raining a lot here in Los Angeles, but I want to make sure there's no, like, large, like, pelican poop blob covering your camera.
2: It's the first thing I did is I whopped all the pelican cameras down. Pelican Yeah, we don't have a lot of pelicans, but no, it's not that it's an intrinsic problem. (laughs) It's more, you know, poetically sounds better when it rolls off the tongue. But please be careful because if you have the same issue as me, because the lines are rendering and flopping all over the place, your car goes, I've got to stay in the lines. And it's going left, right, left, right, left, right. I could have said crow crap. There you go. That would have been
0: better. Yeah, we have crows. A, lot of, a lot of crows. Yeah. We have yeah. no, very few pelicans where we live. Anyways, I do have another question about this go 2.0 on. and the 90% reduction that they're, that they're going for. It's, Let's say in, they get there. Yeah. And we've had a lot of conversations over the course of the last few weeks about accidents and how long it takes for these things to get repaired at the service center. Does this, if they get to ninety percent crash reduction, that's a lot less body work that needs to get done. Does it sort of render our concerns about this this need for a massive amount of service center infrastructure to be built? Does it sort of render it
3: sort of unnecessary? No, I don't think it affects it at all. Why? But there's less crashes, right? But. Tesla service centers don't do body work Thank you Right, and But, they but do, people but wait they do for s- months for parts to come from right. the factory They supply parts and the parts will then go to cars Instead of broken cars New cars, not broken cars
1: okay.
3: Tesla, so I agree
2: Tesla service centers are full And they're not full of the crashy bits They're full of things that are broken So here's another example I love Tesla <laughs> and I, I want to be very clear Love Tesla, don't want to buy any other car for the rest of my life Alright, do you hear that, Elon? Hear it, everybody? But, I've got a new S and first of all, I got this hardware 2.0 problem. Nobody crashed into your ass. Which is – no, big deal. And my left driver's side rear vision mirror keeps getting stuck. Talking to Dave Mason, he was over here yesterday. He goes, i got this problem with my right – my left rear vision external thing. You mean the side work. mirror the on side the left? The side mirror, thank you, that yeah, thing. Driver's side doesn't mirror. doesn't work. It keeps getting stuck. And I'm like, they've still got build problems. These are minor things, but again, when we have 500,000 Model 3s coming off the line, these are the tiny things
3: that cannot happen because you can't take 500,000 things back to the service center. Maybe this is something that came out of the Trump-Elon meeting. Trump wants to make sure there's more jobs. Right. Now Elon can have a bunch of people earning yes. $25 an hour. I'm sure that's what it Running is. all over the place replacing these freaking side mirrors. Still some build issues. Beautiful mm. car. Best car ever. Love
2: the car. It's the best car ever. Still build issues, I'm telling you. It's a bit of a problem. they got to fix this before Model 3 comes out.
0: Well, that brings up another point then. So Dave's car is relatively new. Your car with this problem is relatively new. What happened was this was probably one of the largest, if not the largest, production quarters Tesla has ever had.
3: Oh, I have a story about that. So
0: they ramp up production to get all these cars out, and they get they get some fit and finish. They get some quality control issues That come along with it, that's not really a great sign.
2: I think that Elon needs to pull out the uh, sleeping bag and hop back on the end of the line again. I want you in
3: every one of those, Elon. Drive it around and check it out. I'm worried. Elon complained at the uh, secret shareholder meeting, the one that I put on my calendar and didn't get invited to. He said there was a great story. and Somebody had recorded this probably with their cell phone on their lap. They recorded the whole thing and the audio was absolutely shit. But with my good headphones, I listened to it so intently in a quiet room. And he told yet another story of screw-ups on Tesla production and meeting its numbers, right? So in the fourth quarter, they did not meet their delivery production quota or uh, estimated. And he said that they sent 2,000 Teslas to China. Did you see the pictures of the Model S's on the 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 soccer field? Right. So they had like a lot of Teslas in China, and people loving Tesla in China. So he sent two. They sent two thousand Teslas to China on a boat, and they were supposed to be delivered in December and delivered to owners, and they could log that two thousand in their production numbers for December, and they didn't get logged. And you know why? Why? Why did they they get logged? Because they forgot to put the engines in the boat could not go into port because there was so much smog for a week. They couldn't navigate a ship into port and deliver the cars on time because the smog was so thick at the Chinese port.
0: They need to put autopilot in their ships.
3: Yeah, that would be good.
2: China is having such a problem with pollution that they just announced, we talked about a few weeks ago, uh, $350 billion in the next four years is going to be spent on renewables. They're closing one hundred. Coal fired power plants. Unlike Wyoming, which has decided that they're going to try and push through legislation that means that you can't put renewables on their electricity grid because it's a coal and gas um, state. That you can't? You can't. You really? cannot. Two senators from the coal mining area saying we're putting through this legislation, they don't think it's going to pass, that will make it illegal to use renewables because they're so forward thinking.
0: Tisk, Tisk, Wyoming. Is that really Wyoming? Yeah, it's I think it was Wyoming. Wow,
2: Catch. Uh, let's uh, talk about autonomous vehicles some more. And there is an autonomous Chevy Volt, a uh, Bolt, and uh, Tom found this with so a B. With a B. So there's, easy, there's this uh, autonomous Bolt, and it's driving around San Francisco, and it stops and it picks up passengers, and it does all this stuff, and um, it's impressive. Now, Hulu still live in San Francisco. That uh, is. You did? I lived there for four years. This is an impressive video, although you can't see, like in the Tesla video, the rendering of what's happening in the background. They didn't show that. If this was really a car, it's amazing what it's doing because it's stopping. People are walking in front, people are cutting it off. The streets are now, it's and it's going right car. through this it thing. It is a car yeah. driving
0: through the streets. This car well, drove. I was
2: thinking a person in driving because I would be freaked out driving myself. And this is the autonomous
3: vehicle doing this. Impressive. It's yeah. prescient because in November, I think I wrote down, On Talking Tesla 59, when I recorded from San Francisco, I had been driving my Tesla around... In San Francisco, when I first arrived, I was there for like a week and I was thinking to myself, Jesus, this traffic, these cars, people jumping out into the street. You know, San Francisco is a very sort of like empowered human kind of place, right? If you get hit by a car, that's a big deal. So you, as a driver, you've got to be super careful. People have a lot of empowerment. They want to just walk out from between two parked cars and cross the street while they're texting and drinking their Starbucks and not even paying attention to you. And it's really like stressful and I expect very dangerous. And so I'm driving around San Francisco thinking, whoa, this is like one of the last places on earth autonomous driving is going to fly because there's just so much going on. And then I watch this video and the car is now... if this is a real thing, and I'm still like, hmm. It's so but good. It's a little concerned. If it's a real thing, the What's car is going along too? and it's making a left turn in like United Nations Plaza, which is a very busy place. And there's like this big um, armored truck that's wide stopped and blocking the lane. Double and it, parked. Yeah, double parked. And the Tesla uh, – the, the cruise – powered bolt has to actually deviate and go across the yellow line and it does this twice during the video yeah. it actually drives by a cone right you would think if there's a cone that's a warning thing i got to be careful there was a cone that was tipped over and then i realize that the cameras have to recognize not only a cone but a tipped over cone and tipped over in all different directions whoa and so it drives and veers around this cone. So it's like, you know, what's a cone and what's an ice cream cone and what like what is like a cup on the road? What is something that is going to cause you to I'm just it kind of blew my mind. It was cool that
0: it stopped at so the interesting thing was for me one of the interesting things was it stopped behind a car that was double parked and waited until the traffic coming the other direction was clear and then was able to cross over the yellow line. It did that twice. In San Francisco, most people don't wait for the traffic to stop coming from the other direction. They just just kinda go out and and so that was interesting and I wonder how people will eventually react to that happening. I think it was pretty real. I don't understand the skepticism by you, gentlemen. Honestly,
2: I'm going to tell you right now, and you can quote me on this. I'm going to because you're going to quote yourself. I bet you there's a follow-up statement that says it mostly drove by itself because Mm. I think some of these scenarios are so specific that they probably had to go, all right, it's going to stay here all day. It's not going to go outside the yellow line. I'm going to have to tell it. It's okay to go around. I bet you that there was a little bit. A little bit of human interaction there because it's too good to be true. And you know what happens when things are too good to be true, Tom? They're true. No, that's not right. That's Wait, not how that's saying,
0: that's. I don't understand what you're
3: It was you impressive. Mean. And, and I, I wonder how many videos they attempted to shoot to get this one. I wonder if this is like the best yeah, of seven. There's 50 smashed up bolts in <laughs> somebody's right. background. But,
0: but the interesting thing is let's say – of it, let's say 60% of it happened the way that it happened. It was making left turns. It was making right turns. It was making turns where people, again, were coming out into the intersection and you could stop. It was a time lapse of about a 15-minute drive in about three minutes. It was very, very impressive. If this is, again, if it was 60 or 70% accurate and they didn't just have to, at those times where it stopped behind the double-parked cars and and give it a little bit of prodding, It's pretty impressive It's
2: so impressive And I keep saying uh, To friends, family And anybody that'll listen Which is almost nobody At this point That this autonomous thing Is happening fast And this autonomous thing Is going to change everything It's exciting And now let's talk about uh, things that go bump. Whose article is this? I didn't even know about this article. Somebody's throwing articles in late any time now. Just throw an article. Just and put go it on right here. No <laughs> one else can read about <laughs> it. Right. I'm smarter right than you. I want to be the smarter. Better be
3: good, Robert. Welcome to Talking Tesla. Behind the scenes anarchy. We have a rule. Sunday six p.m. We're not supposed to modify is the it show 6 m.? notes. M? That's a good rule. <laughs> I, thought it was I
2: thought it was noon. It's Sunday when I don't want to put any more stuff on there.
3: Oh, it's so all about you. We'll make it six. All right. Well, okay. Some of us have other sh-
2: going on. Okay, whatever. So tell us about your wow. article that we don't know about. So it better be good. It's not an job, in-depth article, wait. boys.
3: This is pretty
2: superficial. Let's go. Oh, then by all means, take up valuable <laughs> show time with it, Robert.
3: <laughs> In the past, we've talked about bots, dots. Bots, dots? Bots, Bots, dots. Bots is dot. Bots, dots. This is what you talked about, Mel. Uh,
0: See, it's Talking Tesla Nation. I have shit to do.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Mel was talking about bots, dots in the past. We were talking about these lane markers. These are the bumpy things that are down the lane markers so that you got a sense that you've moved over into the wrong lane because it's going... Thank you mel and so mel said that there was this guy who invented them and he's making a penny for everyone and and we had to refute that story and in fact it's, it's upsetting
2: yeah. i had
3: alternate facts <laughs> Albert botts in 1953 invented these dots he doesn't make any money in fact by the time he died they were barely being rolled out on the roads but there are millions of them like 20 million of them on california roads and they are going away they are being Eliminated. Well, first of all, they're being eliminated by big rigs, which kind of crush them. They're made out of a ceramic material, but they're being changed for rectangular uh, um, lane markers. And so basically, there was this article.
0: The little L-shaped ones, right?
3: No, no. The ones that are sort of like a trapezoid with reflectors on both sides. So they have an angled surface that faces you Mm -hmm. that has a space for a reflector. And on the other side, the side you should not see, they have a red reflector. So if you happen to get on a freeway Mm -hmm. going the wrong direction, all you see is red.
1: Mm.
3: Red. Yes, red right yes. on all the lanes.
0: Talking to you, Herbert. <laughs> yeah. Kept with too many shotties. I'm <laughs> up the freeway. Oh, don't way. talk about it like that. I was saying you were senile, not a not an illegal uh, drunk driver. Oh, uh,
2: sorry, my bad.
3: Well, I, you know, if you're in your autonomous vehicle and you're reading and watching Harry Potter and you look up and you see a bunch of red markers on the road, it's time to take over. So, how do
0: I reprimand my electric my autonomous vehicle if it gets on the freeway the wrong direction? That's that, ridiculous. That would
3: be really freaking scary. And I just saw oh, Independence. Really? Day- Wow. again
0: nice statement robert that I, would be scary
3: that would be very scary <laughs> i saw independence day again and people were doing that at the end of independence day i saw the the, yeah. the re-release you know, so anyway let me get back to my story you guys is, i don't know we're very what? Distracted. <laughs> so this was a sacramento b article and i saw it and i thought okay so this has relevance to talking tesla because they said that the main reason that bots dots are going away is that number one All of the autonomous vehicle manufacturers and the various highway associations that govern the engineering and design of highways, they all want more uniformity to support autonomous vehicles. And I thought, holy macaroni, this is awesome. This means that so many more people are on board other than the three of us and the 12 people who listen to Talking Tesla. That means like some big Organizations With lots of engineers who have lots of effect on highways throughout the country and probably the world because other countries just sort of log on to our websites and say, oh, how are they doing it in California? They got 7 million miles of road.
2: It is uh, interesting.
3: It's a big government, man, telling my state how to make its
2: roads. That's what's happening here? That's
3: right. Get your government out of my health care, out of my Medicaid. Get your government out of my highways. Federal government telling the
0: state of California what it can do?
3: And this is actually one of the rare instances where east blows west, as opposed to west blowing east, right? Because we have these only – well, not only California, but primarily California has these bots dots starting in the 1960s. Before many other states And now the other versions of these lane markers Are going to move west I want to defend
2: myself just a little bit here What? Um, Because when I was 16 years old I I came to Los Estados Unidos With uh, mi padres And um, (laughs) we were going to Disneyland on a bus And on that bus was a person Who was telling us all the fun things about Los Angeles And the person What do they call those people? The tour guide Yeah The tour guide said See those dots? Well they were put in by this guy And he gets one cent And he's a trillionaire now And he lives in a big house in Malibu And I thought that's a fantastic story And now you tell me That he didn't make anything They basically didn't even roll him out before he died And in my alternate universe I'm sticking (laughs) with my story Because it's more interesting It's amazing how As a small child Coming to this country
3: that's what he remembered. <laughs> yeah. It's like, the it's the calif- it's the American dream. What year was Make that? Make it rich.
2: That has gotta be in the mid eighties. I was in high school.
3: And I wasn't immigrating here, I was just visiting. So yeah. as a visitor I believed things. Yeah. And the moral of that story yes. is how wonderful the internet is because it separates truth from lie unless of course okay. all you read are lies yes very difficult
2: now i was listening to the onion yesterday i was uh, reading it <laughs> love those guys um Stop. <laughs> which is fake news but um but it's tasteful i was getting in trouble So, like why are you r- reading fake news and i'm like because it says it's fake news it's funny it's fake news that says we're fake news the problem with today ladies and gentlemen boys and girls is that there's fake news pretending to be real news. That's the difference. The Onion is still great. It's fake
0: news pretending to be real news. There's also real news that's sort of fake news. There's all sorts of things happening.
2: Let's do some EV and battery announcements. It seems like every day we get vaporware announcements, and for some reason I
3: can't help myself, but I always put it in the show notes. I don't think I'm going to stop because... <laughs> Fred you Lambert, mean a battery that fits in your back pocket that can run the entire city for a day? Um,
2: in this... Uh, netflix show that i talked about arq there is a perpetual motion machine but it has a downside you'll have to watch the movie to find out what that is fred lambert says uh audi has announced uh that it's going to have five new models that are going to have over 300 miles range and it's all great and i just say ladies and gentlemen boys and girls okay, I'm starting to really get sick of the vaporware. Let's see some of these cars and let's stop announcing them every 15 seconds. And But there's wait this, a minute. Did they call it a Tesla killer? Yeah. But no. Fred's better than that. He didn't do that. Oh, and well, then there's this
3: then would he. Uh, Fred wouldn't, but I mean like everyone else. Everybody else would.
2: So there's this battery manufacturer, and this is from Autoblog, which is CATL, which is a Chinese-based uh, company. Cattle? Cattle? That, that is coming mm. for LG and Panasonic, and they say by 2020... They're going to be doing 50 gigawatts of battery production per year, which is what the Gigafactory was initially slanted to create, although now they say they're going to be able to do 150 gigs. Is this vaporware as well, or is this happening? Are we getting some giant Chinese manufacturers making a huge number of uh, batteries? Huge. Well,
0: Panasonic's putting $500 million into a Chinese battery uh, plant as well because I think in the end of the day – It feels like with this utility scale battery thing, it may, obviously vehicles will be part of this. But I think this battery storage for renewable is also going to be this huge thing. And I feel the biggest thing for Tesla Energy, to be honest with you, more so than car batteries in the long run.
3: Yeah. And so I just say hats off to Elon for getting this all jump started because all of a sudden people are seeing the light. It's actually feasible.
0: For the record, you're not wearing a hat.
3: Oh wait a second! Here, there's a hat right. Here. I wouldn't put that on. It's got nits. <laughs> no, yeah, I wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't put one of Mel's hats. Oh, on. oh he put mistake. it on. That's You'll have terrible.
2: to use some sort of anti-fungal cream or balm or anti-parasite <laughs> uh, <laughs> g- balm. Myself. Hey, you know what's the good news? No, is that we've basically finished the stuff we wanted to talk about. No, but talking Tessa is now apparently only, all about the. It's letters. only one fourth. Over. I did have
0: one more thing I wanted to talk oh, about, please, but early on. on before we get to the. Let's letters, do a five-hour show. No, no, no. Too. It's no, about solar City. So a friend of ours, ah. a good friend of ours, a buddy, a pal, yes. a co-worker, yes, an acquaintance, yes, got the solar city put on his roof. Got the solar city. The solar city. So yes. it's up there now, waiting for the turning of the ons. Yes, right. And I asked him. I said, "Did you have a, an electric?" Because they're giving him a new panel as part of the deal. Got it. And I said, "Did you have an electric outlet put in for future electric car charging?" Yes. No. He what? didn't
3: what? What?
0: settle down. And then I asked him, did you ask them about the power wall? This is the most important part of this. We'll why get I decided to, to interrupt it's this taken show. taken quite a while, but go <laughs> on. <laughs> How dare you? And they were like, we're not really talking about those. We're not really selling them. We don't think they make a whole lot of sense for people. <gasps> this is from solar city to an install client that's pretty damning when damn, your own it is. salespeople are not even saying, well, let's look at the numbers and see if it makes sense for you, but just straight out like this doesn't make sense.
3: But I bet that's probably already built into their software to say, pop up, Powerwall works with this customer. If so you'll
0: defend them, but not the car dealers who don't know shit about their stuff they're selling.
3: Yeah, it's true. Oh, They should be able to at least field damn. the question and come back and say... I mean, like my experience with my Solar City rep, mm-hmm. fantastic. He knew so much and explained so much detail to me that I still go back to him, another Gordon. Another great Gordon, and I keep going back. You got <laughs> medical problems? <and> ask, yeah. <laughs> I got this. Pro- I know you're a installer but you know somebody. Like, <laughs> this, this guy um, with this rash. You this have any a, idea what it is? This Gordon. is America. Everybody here's named Gordon, not like Australia, it's where everybody's name is Bruce. I don't know
0: where the whole Gordon thing's coming from, but it's
3: because my my Tesla, the guy who's helping me out with the, my 90D, which is not a freaking hundred D. His name is Gordon. Am I my very were about 100?
0: You knew it was coming.
3: I know, and that's so, why okay, I let timed me ask everything. You this. Let me ask you
0: this question then. Riddle me this, bat person. Yes. Knowing that it was coming out, yes. you made a conscious decision to get lifetime supercharging, which we know is not going to pay off for you, over <laughs> extended range. Obviously, you feel like you've made the wrong decision, but have you actually no. really thought about it? I want both. I want everything.
2: <laughs> hey, stupid! Have you thought about it? I love <laughs> it when people say it. So, if you thought it? about no, it, no, I no. But,
0: thought but about he it. couldn't have.
3: <laughs> it was not
0: possible for him to have had both. No, right. it is possible. So
3: I'm telling you, it's possible because. And I, I replied to He's somebody. Pointed. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you that I have now. Wait, I waited till the last day and now I'm not going to pick up. So now, if you you get lifetime supercharging ordered by January 15th and you have one week to return it and then pick it up, they said initially by the end of March, but now it's actually April 15th. So you could pick it up by April 15th, but whatever. I've already paid my estimated, rip me out of my buttocks. So, um, pick it up by April 15th. And I thought, oh, great, I'll push it to April 15th. And I won't pick it up till the last minute. So maybe the sled that goes under my car will actually have 100D in it. And then they'll send me a little at the time of delivery they'll say, "Oh, by the way, would you like to cough up another 3 grand for the extra batteries?" and I'll say, "Yes." What if they say, "Happy five? Robert gets everything he wants, well, not everything." And so the problem is that uh, I was warned by one of the Gordons that don't wait till April 15th because you know, um, Tesla's not always on time with everything. And if your car's not available by April 15th and you take delivery on April 16th, You lose the supercharging for life. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I'm going to try and pick it up at the end of March. I do like your logic, though. I do like your logic. But
2: can I ask it another way? No. Uh, Let me ask Robert. It's very specific. Let's not go off track. If you had the choice of more range, 40 miles, 100D, versus lifetime supercharging, but you can't have both, which would you
3: choose? Supercharging.
2: Yeah, you should choose supercharging because you do so much supercharging. Yeah, There you go. I have. So another tweet that Elon came out with this week. um, A tweelon. A tweelon. He was back and forth with somebody and he stated in what came across in tweetverse as a little bit pissy. Saying if you're the kind of person who buys a car and thinks that uh, there's not going to be a significant upgrade or new type of car, don't buy a Tesla because we're going to iterate on the hard way every 12 to 18 months in substantial ways. So this is a service announcement for you out there, Tesla Nation. They do this all the time. I'm upset a little bit that I didn't have a 100D, but he's stated explicitly, because a number of people have complained, this is not going to stop. There's going to be new hardware all the time. There's going to be new battery tech. There's going to be new stuff. Get used to it. And the question I have is, is there a role for a one-year lease program? Because I'm of the ilk. Not if you're a Tesla. I'm of the ilk. I would flip my car every you're, year. You're an elk? I'm an elk. It's different from an elk. Elk oh, is much bigger. I'm confused. I'm of the ilk uh-huh. that I would flip like I do with iPhones. Uh-huh. If there is a substantial improvement in the car every year, I just want a new car every year. But a phone and a car are very different I things. I don't think so. They're, they're, very, they're both square. One's much bigger. You can sit on a phone. You can sit in a car. There's not too much difference. <laughs> what? What's different? One's very expensive. One's very expensive and takes a lot of
0: infrastructure,
2: giant factories, But you'd even lose it for, giant your, factories. for idiots that are going to waste a lot of money. Right. But and then sell it on the certified right. pre-owned and still make a profit again but, and yet it'll be cheaper for people okay. like Tom. Well, here's a perfect example of the, of the of the
0: answer to that question. What right now today if you went to the pre-owned Tesla website you could buy which some
3: of us obviously do multiple times
0: a week. Thank you, Tom. We do that a lot occasionally. And their most expensive S on there right now is a P90D. Yes. Mm. Right? It's a performance all-wheel drive. It has 21-inch wheels, mm. premium seats, mm. a sunroof. And original autopilot, and it has 1,500 miles on it. What? That car is (sighs) $125,000. Why in God's good
3: earth would you buy that car? Isn't that like $500 less than this This price? This is my point that i'm trying to
0: make and you've made it right like why in god's name would anybody buy that car they like who would buy that car well today? because
2: i got a hundred and twenty thousand dollars in a cup but i don't have a hundred and twenty three thousand
3: so I, i'm gonna have
2: to get a second. <laughs> it's because i was
3: just at the indian reservation and i won a jackpot of hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, and i don't want to wait Two months or one month to pick up a brand new car. So the five people in the
0: world that that happens to is That's what the car. used sales a Tesla is going to. Why no, there they? are there are ninety DP there are X's P ninety D X's seventy two hundred miles one hundred and twenty eight thousand dollars original autopilot original
3: autopilot original they, autopilot the the person who buys that car the woman or man obviously does not benefit from talking Tesla. Or they would know all the minutiae and detail that most of the world couldn't give a shit about. Let's do a supercharger update before we do 150,000 letters. Let's do it. So we've got four new superchargers in the last week. Can you say it? Four. four. That's pretty awesome. So we've got the Netherlands, right? Where they speak Dutch, which is not Holland. So this is in, I don't know how to say it, Dordrecht. Dordrecht, Dordrecht, which is just near Rotterdam. It's just on the outskirts. So if you're driving around Rotterdam, you kind of zip out of town. Hopefully, there's a good place like an In and Out or something near there. But I don't think it's In and Out. And you can charge up your car. Can you get and an evil Skieber while you're waiting? Ooh, ooh. I love evil Skiebers Is that the wrong country? Could be. Who knows? It's Scandinavian.
0: I'm okay with that. It's thing. also. Yeah. It's I was a little scared to say it to be honest with you, but I wanted to.
3: Evil Skiebers with Nutella. Oh, yeah, yeah but Nutella is about. bad. It's made with palm oil, and it's hydrogenated. But it tastes good. Yeah, actually, the European version, I think, is better. I think it's actually made with something like butter. I've bought. I know, if somebody just, some... to, like,
2: fast forward and got to this segment, <laughs> would they know that we're talking about Super Chat? <laughs> this week in Nutella. Thank you very much. Anywho. How
3: about Balrat, Australia. Australia. Yeah, where Ballarat, Ballarat. May,
2: Ballarat, Ballarat, Ballarat is uh, about an hour or two outside of Melbourne, okay. and it's part of their linking the Sydney, Melbourne, South Australia, Brisbane sort of gateway.
0: I have a question: Do you know where every city
2: in Australia? There's is? only four, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, <laughs> not only four. that's not true. That's not true. Pretty like, sure this that's is true. a
2: little, little mini. Thing. I know Ballarat, mate, because it's pretty close to where I grew But my brothers all went to school there. They went to boarding school in Ballarat. This a uh, big Catholic college. Did closet. you go to boarding school?
3: No. I dodged that bullet. Did your parents not love you? No. So there's another one in Ozona, Texas. I wonder if they have an ozone problem in Ozona, <laughs> Texas. see
2: <laughs> he did there? It wasn't at all funny. Go on.
3: Wow. Uh, and then in Spain, we're going on international again to Arisa, Spain, which is great. I'm looking forward to driving all around Spain. I'm trying to decide where to go on my sabbatical. I would love to just go all over the world. And last but not least, in Santa Fe, New Mexico, there is a supercharger that has just gone into construction. So that one's in Mexico. Um, it's the, the Mexico sec- that is new.
2: Oh, uh, right. Yep. 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 Oh. Where is that? Is it anywhere near Tijuana? Where is n-
0: it? No, uh, It's near it. I mean, <clears throat> by – Few hundred thousand I, miles I you,
2: you know I'm making a joke I realize that it's in Central America <laughs> I mean, <come> on. <laughs> It's next to Panama <laughs> Whatever Okay, uh, Doug Devine. let's do Lettuce do oh, we my have God, to. There so many. There's too many letters. There's good I, I love okay, the letters. Okay, there's not too many letters. I mean, we
0: love the letters, but... Honestly? honestly let me honestly? ask you this question, Talking Tesla oh. Nation. Yeah. Hold on a second, Robert. Don't oh. get so frustrated. Oh. I Jesus. started
2: off as the angry one, and now you two are the <sighs> angry <after> ones.
0: <laughs> he's pissing me off over there. He's cursing <laughs> like a sailor. He's blowing his nose. I don't know what's going on with him over I'm there. I'm
3: wearing Mel's hat yeah, now. I got scabies. Mel's hat. He's
0: got his finger in his ear. There's all kinds of disgusting things Please happening. Please go yeah. on. I want to know... Uh, you send us the letters. Do you want to hear us read every letter that you I'm send? I'm trying us?
2: to develop a system by which we can summarize. So I'm going to really. You're try trying that.
3: to develop a system? <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. We are screwed. I That's love. Upsetting. I, I have to say, for one, that <laughs> I love. Not the, untrue. I love the letters. Me I don't too. really care if they say Tom's the smart one because I already know that he is. <laughs> <laughs> Nice try, Robert. I, I love the letters because, you know, I have only so many hours in a week. There's actually a clock and it, oh, it limits me to how many hours I have in a week to read stories on Tesla, on Gigafactory, on electrons, on kilowatts versus kilowatt hours. You know, I have a limit. And the listeners, they are expanding my limit greatly, and so now I need to basically quit my job so that I can just read letters all week long and learn so much. Thanks for the letters. Yeah, i got to say the same thing. I find these letters, first of all, some of them are hysterical.
0: Well, don't make it seem like I don't like the letters. I was just asking if you guys
2: want it to be an hour of the show. I'm just saying that if you think Tom's the smart one, he's a bit of a dick, so you know, <laughs> never rethink think it. I, I know. You, you think the letters are smart. The ones that say Mel is the smart one. So let's do it.
0: Doug DeBean. <laughs> and I'd like to reiterate, Rob. Robert was whining that he got hit with water by his windshield wipers while it was raining. <laughs> uh, D- can I do
2: the effing letters of the No, for move on. Sake? Move on. Doug Divine. Okay. No, I've been talking about Soul pet. SoulPad pet is this uh, You're talking about Doug Devine? Divine. Divine, Devine. Devine. <laughs> well, what? whatever. Okay. Divine. Doug. Heathen. It's Dougie. Devine. <laughs> it's Dougie. All right. Dougie says this thing and says, you know,
0: you're right. It is Divine. <laughs> No it isn't, it's actually divine
2: <laughs>
0: oh, <no. laughs> God. Sorry Doug Where like the read. grapes are
3: grown right? They're divine. divine yeah. Yeah. Not It's divine. not just a plant in Napa is <laughs> freaking out over here
2: <laughs> Doug Ooh. Said SolPad Which is this uh, manufacturer, theoretically Vaporware right now That is going to put uh, solar panels and then a battery And then you plug it into the wall and it's plug and play And it'll talk to you and it's going to be wifi connected He thinks it is mostly all crap for example, he said, you can't just plug a solar panel into a wall. Well, it turns out that you can if you have the right inverter. So there's a number of manufacturers that are doing this. But his most important point is the best point, which is this thing is so expensive. And it's vaporware. But the first thing that they've announced that will be available in May is an underpowered solar panel with an underpowered battery, which is way overpriced. Hold wait, so hold, wait, wait hold You on are second. correct, Doug. So
0: underpowered, uh, understoraged. Oh, uh, overpriced!
2: Right, got it. The, None of those are good
0: together, right?
2: I'm no marketing genius, but uh, good <laughs> luck with that. But he he does bring up the point. I do wonder how many panels you can slap into your electricity just via a normal plug. There's got to be some limit, or maybe there's new panels and inverters are smart enough to say, "I'm not putting any energy in there because the house is going to blow up."
0: The answer is actually four.
2: Is it? You just making? Sure. <laughs> okay, alter <in> the, alt, <laughs> alt the truth. There you go. Paul Burton says, uh, you know, there's this uh, Tesla racer, and actually I saw an article on this, which was in carsales.com. They take a Tesla, they rip the guts out of it, make it really light, and they've got a P100D that now goes from 0 to 60 or 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 2.1 seconds, and this is going to be part of the electric GT racing thing that you've been
3: to, right? No. I was at the altar I was at the formula E, which is formula cars, in other words, with the exposed tires front and back, and those were kind of lame that 's the race that Elon kind of snubbed because, because they don 't recharge they don 't well they recharge, but they They use two cars for every race, and they have to come in, change cars, and go back out. And Elon was like, that's bullshit. Let's just make a car that can really race. Let's not be this handicapped-looking thing. And so the truth of the matter is that these cars are amazingly cool, amazingly cool, I'm moving around too much. I'm, now the caffeine is having the alternate effect of making me a little bit more juiced up. And so uh, they're very cool. They go very fast. They're basically a Model S. They were going to use the P85 Plus. So that's like the first, first version of a fast Model S. And those are basically now secondhand, and they could have gotten them cheaper and modified them. But they have decided to switch to the P100D with ludicrous and everything So they're spending a lot more money On this race series And uh, one of my favorite race car drivers Who I met who uh, put on a great film She's the vegan The hippie vegan Chick with a race car Leilani Munter She's going to be one of the drivers And it's going to be really cool I'm really looking forward to it
2: You go to one of these races And uh, I'm just going to give you some audio Of what it sounds like at one of these car races You ready? Here we go, yeah, go. Are That's you, it? Are you actually cutting in audio, or are you just <laughs> no? Yes, uh, go
3: it's going to be really quiet. <laughs> <It's gonna> be <laughs> no, they rev and they make <laughs> a lot of noise. They, <laughs> they make noise, but it's not smelly and it's not as obnoxious as a noise. Is not uh, does not have an race. odor. Is you there a lot of?
0: You can't have an odor. You smell. Is, there <laughs> no, odory <laughs> is there a lot of beer? That's all that matters. Is there a lot of? They make non-smelly noise.
3: Is this going to be our first three-hour <laughs> talking test? It could be. Let's go now, because Derek
2: Ganong Is it? I don't know. Please, Tom. Derek? Derek? Gagnon. Gagnon? He Gagnon. basically is sending a little uh, love note uh, to Tom. First of all, he says <laughs> he loves the show. He's got a 50 minute commute, so you can make it five hours for all he cares. Tesla has a new referral program. And that's what I wanted to talk about for a second. There is a new referral program. It is really complicated. The world's most confusing it referral is so, program. So complicated. I don't understand it. He does, but he says he's going to get Tom a free car. That's all I could work out. So, Tom, talk to Derek
0: yeah but why couldn't you guys do the same thing? That's what I don't understand Well you could do the same exact thing with your code yeah but in fact, I could do it with my own code, I believe. I believe
2: what? in a perpetual universe. So he's you can re- order so many cars, they
3: keep coming for free. What he's referring to is the annual awards referral program. So now there's a quarterly program yeah. and an annual. They run concurrently. Yeah. And with the annual, if you, get, if you are the first to get 20 referrals in your region, you'll get a ludicrous S or X, which is pretty effing awesome. But if you live in the California that is southern, thank you. then the chances of any one of us getting 20 people first is not as high as if you live in, like, Saskatchewan, and that is your region. Of course, does anybody in Saskatchewan really care about Tesla? Well, let me clarify this a little
0: bit I for hope you they people. Do. The, the regions are North America, which we and Saskatchewan are both part of. And New York, that's good that's correct that that's was a detail that, that was detail. Was implied. chile no chile is in south america that's its own region so there's north really? america what about new there's mexico, new mexico? <laughs> Mex- because, yeah, there's new mexico? europe chile? there's also asia that's thought, a region next new mexico i believe Aus- australia, where australia where you're from is in, is in that region potentially is i'm it? not 100 shouldn't it
3: be in its own region isn't it its own continent
0: yeah, but I, I don't know that the regions are continent-specific, but they might be. I don't know. I'm so what's saying? the
3: return if we get 20 people in uh, McMurdo Station, Antarctica, to buy a Tesla? Yeah, the the cheapest, return is the same. The it's te- a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we get the cheapest car in McMurdo. Of uh-huh. course, the, I, the, the coldness would make the car almost inoperable.
0: Yeah, 20 Model S's in Antarctica.
2: Let me summarize. And then you get an X. Ludicrous. Let me summarize, because we all know how this works. Bjorn, what's his name? Bjorn. Bjorn Nyland. Nyland. He will just get a couple more free Teslas. (laughs) He always does. I don't know how he does it. The guy always wins. Yeah, Bjorn, why don't you just send a
0: Tesla my way? Why doesn't – you know what? Bjorn, if you would have sent me this letter, I would have been like, awesome, Bjorn. I mean don't don't think I don't appreciate the, the offer. Uh, And uh, anybody out there who wants to give me a Tesla, that would be awesome. But I have another question. The quarterly referral program, right? If you do five-plus qualifying referrals, you get an exclusive Red Series Powerwall 2. That's a pretty cool prize, right? Yeah. Not available in Red to the public.
3: If you get seven... Of course, there's something called a can of spray paint. So you could just graffiti your own. You could... That's true. If you get 7
0: plus qualifying referrals in the same quarterly time period, like 2 more than 5. You don't get the power wall. You get to come to the Model 3
3: delivery event? I think it's a I think it's a a graduated thing. You get each thing on the list as you move up. It doesn't say that. I don't know. You're just making that up because that's what you
0: want
2: it to be. <laughs> Let us just state Let's just state again, it's very complicated. <laughs> We have a lot of listeners on the show. We've put out our referral program.
3: We've never gotten anything beyond congratulations again. <laughs> One yeah. guy bought using my code, and I don't know exactly why. But another, you don't friend know why. Of, I don't know. So I don't did know you get a man. grand off your car? Uh, did I get a grand off my car from who? You mean from myself? From the guy who bought it? No. Didn't somebody? Don't I you just get a, a grand, just, and they get a grand. No. No, you just get shit until you get two people and then you get a little something and then three people or five people it's like that so if you get
2: one more you can get a rolling tesla carry on
3: that's right so robert 3177 that's the magic number
2: okay greg simpson Greg Simpson says, Robert, you did a little video where you said that if if you go to open your little charge port with your little Tesla clicky thing where all the electrons come from and it's not opening, you move up the C-pillar and the actual sensor to open the charge port is up there. And he says, mate, you're wrong. It was simply because you were getting closer to your car with the fob in your pocket and that's what opened it up. What do you
3: say, sir? Even with the car open, when you're clicking on the charge handle, it may not open the charge port. This may be improved with newer Teslas, and soon I'll be able to talk about that. But on the older Teslas, it still may be recalcitrant. So I will make another video. Recalcitrant. Recalcitrant. Yeah, that's when you've got calcitrant times two. (laughs) That's not what that (laughs) means. So I'll make another video once the rain's clear and show you that that's the case. In fact, I was also called out that I have not yet posted the tour of Robert's trunk video. Yeah, it's not... Well, because when I tried to get out of the car, uh-huh. the wipers wiped all the water on <laughs> the me, and I didn't want to go stand out the, in the rain. The, the best and, part
0: about it is it's not just me who rips into you now. It's people in the letters. There That's you right.
2: go. Nathan Dwyer says uh, HUD speculation, so uh, heads-up display speculation. He says that uh, – hang on a second. For this heads-up display stuff to work, if you look at that Panasonic video, there's got to be a camera looking at your eyeballs. And what does this mean? Is uh, basically they're going to be staring at you the whole time? No, because couldn't they? Couldn't that
0: eye tracking device be built into the projector part of it? Right, so you're, it's reflecting back to the camera behind you. In the anyway? Panasonic
3: video, was like in the A pillars.
0: The, there was a the camera in the A pillars,
3: like detector mm-hmm. cameras. So they have to be in some sort of stereoscopic. Position On the dash or something And that's not on the Model 3 right now
0: How do you think that works? You know those times when you're driving down in California You wake up in the morning and you drive down the road And the sun is right in the windshield yeah. Like how would that work then? Will it still work well? The contrast concerns me That part of it I don't know how that works I'm assuming smart fellows, smart individuals People with brain boxes <laughs> <laughs> Are, are working to on this stuff? brain
3: bags. Are working on
2: this?
0: <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to put your brain in a bag. It would be, be hard. Tom, Tom,
2: Tom. Right? I'm assuming they come w- in boxes.
3: Oh, I'm they not a doctor. Come in
2: reusable containers. Look,
3: you um, know, I like the I like our listeners who have very short names because then Mel gets through them quicker. I know
2: it's great. Dustin O'Neill is a very interesting chap. So Dustin is from the Canada, which is, I believe, next to Chile in south america dustin that's said, incorrect that's incorrect Went that to the reminds duch- me of a
3: great book have you ever read the book map head it's no. by the guy who won all those jeopardy shows uh-huh and it's all about geography which i really love geography mm. and right now i'm having like almost diarrhea listening to mel butcher every freaking thing
2: about our continents Dustin says this, look, I'm from the Canada, and he went to the city that is motor, his words, not mine. Except now they are your words. That's true. <laughs> and he noticed it was a little depressing going to the Detroit auto show, because there was the same old thing, big giant gas guzzlers everywhere. So he thought to himself, self, I'm going to wear a T-shirt that says, my other car is is a reservation just to see what would happen
0: with a Tesla symbol My next car is a reservation just to be specific because it doesn't and, exist yet.
2: And then he goes in there and My he has other a car. He has a whole bunch of people calling him basically an idiot saying things like you know that that car is never going to ship it's all bogus it's vaporware it's crap and, uh, and And here we have a Challenger Hellcat why don't you get into one of those? That's right why don't you get into this big gas guzzler And he thought to himself self this is a little bit depressing. I found it a little depressing because, you know, what do they think is coming out of the Fremont factory right now? What do they think is being built over there in the Nevada? People just don't get it yet, do they? This is happening. The Model 3 is coming soon, and it's going to kick these guys' butts. This industry is so fat and happy right now, particularly because since we've moved out of the, the Second Depression, as it were, from about five years ago, there is a huge number of car sales. It's exploded. So they just can't believe... That the money is going to stop flowing, but ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Tesla's going to eat your lunch, and autonomous vehicles are going to eat your lunch. You better put some money into, I don't know, lithium.
0: I have a question. What what's for lunch? Lithium. If they're gonna if they're gonna eat it. So he he goes on to say in this article or in this letter to us that all of the EVs that were there were stripped down cloth versions hidden in the back, and no one really cared. But here's a question for the two of you. Yes. Yeah. This was the Detroit auto show, not the L.A. auto show.
2: Right. Right. Okay. So let's
0: – so and these rust belters are not just ready, are just not ready to sell these cars. And the companies are selling most of these cars that they're making, the EV cars, right, to the California market because of CARB. So is the lack of of cars being – Presented properly at this auto show Just a marketing decision Because of where the car show
3: was Maybe so, but why Does General Motors put the Bolt First as you walk up And as you pass by again In such amazingly prominent position
0: Because of all of the cars Even though that car is initially only going to be available In California and I think one other city Right, It won the car of the year They're committed to making More than they more than the normal amount of cars, right? That
3: like they're going to make more than thirty thousand. More
0: than thirty thousand, right?
3: Like they're committed to
0: this, to this platform. Let's just call it at least in the for the near term. So it makes sense for them on some hand, on some way. Plus, it's GM and they're in Detroit, right? Not that the other big companies aren't, but Volkswagen isn't based in in Detroit for sure. So to me it makes there there is a little bit of explanation, that's all I'm saying. I don't love it. I don't think it's great, but if you think about it from just a pure sales floor marketing standpoint, it might make sense.
2: I um, I'm no economic genius. But if you make a lot of car from giant gas guzzling truck and no money from Cool EV Save the Planet you're gonna to want to sell more big trucks. That's just me, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. the Next one is from Todd Wilson, and Todd says this. Love the show, of course. Yes, Tom is the smart one. Yada yada yada. Did he just yada yada you, Tom? No, he was yada yadaing you. Uh, I think he was yada yattering the fact that he thinks you're the smartest, which means eh, whatever. Mm. Not that no, smart.
0: I, I agree to disagree.
2: He's a pilot, and he says, you know. Uh, Co-pilots are really cool. When you're flying around in an airplane, let's say you got a 747, like, you've got 300 people in the autopilot? back Autopilot? It's a co-pilot. It's a little different oh, than autopilot. Not but a co- blow-up
3: pilot? No, no. What's wrong with him today?
2: Seriously. Your co-pilot, I love that movie. <laughs> your co-pilot is there to gently nudge you. Hey, see that giant, I don't know, mountain over there? probably should turn away from that. So co-pilots are different than autopilots. And he's saying that Tesla should be sort of pushing more this idea of the co-pilot. You're driving, but it's going to help out. And I say to you, Todd, that's a great idea, but I think that's already happening. Because already with autopilot, most of the time it's a co-pilot. If you're about to crash, it says, hey – You might want to put your foot on the brake. Hey, you're about to go out of the lane. So this distinction between autopilot and autonomous driving and co-piloting, I think is going to be blurred until we have level five autonomy. More and more, these cars are going to be your co-pilot. And I love this because when my wife says, hey, look out, you see that person over there? I scream at her. Yes, of course I saw it. And then she rightly considers me to be a bit of an asshole. But if I've got an autopilot that's non-human, I can tell it to F off and not get in trouble. Just saying. Thank you.
3: Nothing? I love this idea. The four (laughs) levels of auto or the five levels of co-pilot. Calling it co-pilot, I think, is something that Tesla might have missed. They might have missed the opportunity to actually show this and like in a commercial or somebody should maybe even make a commercial of, you know, these these secondhand commercials made by fans of the different types of assist and where it comes in. I think the, the it's still very blurred, maybe because they're still working on it in real time and we've sort of. Uh, been down on Tesla with that. Why are they experimenting with owners and, and drivers? And so I like this idea where you could turn it to max five when you have somebody who's going to use your car who you don't have trust, like valet mode. Why isn't valet mode uh, co pilot level five? Why do I need a valet if it's auto, if it's on autopilot? Well, it isn't. We don't have autopilot right now. Right now, let's say today you drive your brand new Model S or X to some. That sounds I don't know, lovely. Downtown location <laughs> where the traffic is bad, the parking spaces are narrow, and your car has a much higher chance of getting dinged or bashed. Mm-hmm. Turn it into co pilot level five. And then when that 15 or you well, know wouldn't be 15, 17 year old valet kid jumps in your car, you can feel <sighs> a little more relaxed that he's not going to scrape it up.
0: But isn't – co? now I'm confused because now we've, we've we've invented a thing that doesn't exist. Co-pilot level five, how does that differ from autonomous so he, driving he, level five? He
3: gave these great examples of how if you had co-pilot level five, that would be like for your uh, non-trustworthy teenager who's going to take the car out and the car will basically be a babysitter. They can drive the car. They can push on the gas and turn the wheel and push on the brake. But they can't do anything that is unsafe. So it's basically like autopilot, but, but with you driving. So if you start veering off the lane, the car corrects itself. If you get a little too close to the car in front of you, it slows you down. If you're not stopping fast enough, it stops for you. So it basically keeps taking over in situations that are unsafe Okay. versus level three, mm-hmm. which is like an, an aura of safety. It will let you do a little bit more, mm-hmm. but then correct.
0: So let me ask you this question. Would
3: you rather have
0: co-pilot in the long run or autopilot?
2: There's no reason (laughs) you can't have both. It's the same technology. It's software. It's just whatever you want, Tom. It's going to be yours. Everything you could possibly want except the end of this damn show is yours. Why do you always want the show to end? Well, because, I don't know, it's long. And I just worry that people think that we're
3: stupider than we really – well, they – I don't know. I keep seeing the letters saying, Weird. I've got 75 hours of transportation know, some and have commute, long and I want you to run this show so long that uh, you, you know, it's like, a it's I don't know. There must be like, I hate to hear this. Mm. You know, the first time Tesla had the big major crash in autopilot that took place in Florida, I'm sure they, they, were, they were like, oh man, how long until the next one of these come out? I'm not looking forward to hearing that one of our listeners crashed because they fell asleep listening to us john ford
2: john ford has a little article here that says um there is a big international battery seminar and exhibit on march 22nd it's apparently being held in fort lauderdale in florida thank you for having put that in there and he says uh that we should be getting a lot of information about the 2170 battery cells it's probably new chemistry and he's particularly interested to hear about what its c rate would be and i know about c rates because of a Prior listener who mm-hmm. wrote us a note And that's the speed with which you can charge That battery and we're hoping for a C rate Of somewhere around 4 or 5 One and,
1: million.
0: and hopefully we'll get some Video or audio out of this seminar Which will be taking place um, March 22nd I think it's a 4 day seminar With from Tesla's senior Director of cell supply chain And business development Kurt Kelty Kel- He's going to Kel- go there and talk about it and hopefully Make a presentation about the C rate Of the 2170s, which will be very, shall we say, enlightening.
2: Because there's a couple of other manufacturers who are saying, you know, our stuff can charge faster and uh, has more density than Tesla. And I think this will be Tesla's um, volley back. Oh, yeah? Well, we actually create stuff that's better than what we've already got and it's real. Yeah, Have you guys ever heard
3: anything about that Elon tweet where he talked about – you know, that's for children charging at $300. Oh, i am
2: getting excited. Could this be the 2170 is going to have a sea rate of <laughs> $1.5 John Erickson is talking about water, and he's talking about desalination. Now, we are just coming out of a drought. Now, it's interesting. So there's this thing mm. called the Pineapple Express. It's something to do with uh, warmth, and then all the water from the ocean goes up in the air, and then it comes over, and it drops on the top of California. And it's been uh, very wet here, and... Even despite how much rain we've had, we're still going to be in a drought for a lot of California. But he wants to talk about desalination, which is you're in California, desalination gets cheaper and cheaper all the time. If you attach it to a solar cell or a large number of solar cells, because it's a very energy-dense thing you need to do to suck uh, clean water out of salinated water, then um, California could actually become a mass exporter of water. But my understanding of desalination is, yes, it requires a lot of energy, but the other huge problem with it is that the the brine, this is super salty crap that you get out at the other end, if you just dump it back offshore, which some people have done in many countries, then it's an environmental disaster for that Mm -hmm. local area. So you've really got to take it offshore a long way and you've got to spread it out so that it can get diluted. So I think that is one of the other big parts of the expense, not just the electricity. Can you put it on like McDonald's French fries?
3: Yeah, mm. you can do that. But you know what's in that, brine? Lithium. Lithium. Thank you. I was yeah. thinking the same thing. I don't so know how hard it is to pull it out, but there is lithium in that stuff. out that lithium, baby.
2: Okay, an interesting European take on AV. So this guy whose name is impossible, Mikhail Obachowlowski.
0: No, not even close. Go. Obachowlowski. <laughs>
2: He says there's this show called Fully Charged, and it's sort of a European take on EVs, and I have listened to this show. Mm-hmm. I actually think it's quite good. It's on the tube that is you. Go check it out. I really the latest
0: it. review was of the Zoe. Zoe. The Zoe, which one of the interesting things about the Zoe is the new battery is twice as much range as the old battery in the exact same form factor. Robert, the exact same form factor, Love it. leading them to speculate yes. that if you bought the first Zoe, yes. you could get a new battery plugged up into it to double the range. And the other interesting thing about this, maybe you guys missed it, is that the Zoe is X amount of dollars for the, for the vehicle, and then yes. you lease the battery.
3: Yeah, that's something Renault has been doing mm. for quite some time now. Makes it a lot less expensive to get into the car.
0: Mm-hmm. And but I'd then love- you could just get rid of your battery lease right? Get the new
2: battery Right, isn't that wonderful? Wouldn't it be cool if I could just drop A hundred battery in my car For a price And there's no reason that Tesla couldn't do that But I don't know if the economics Because you know Better Place, which was sort of Renault and uh, an Israeli, a California company. Right. They were going to do this where you had the cars and you'd pop them out and put them back in. The batteries. They went broke. Yeah, the batteries they they just the batteries. pop in, pop out. They disappeared, went broke, didn't work. So I don't know about the economics of it. Maybe there is something intrinsically not money-making about having
3: replaceable batteries in cars. I don't know. Maybe it was just expensive. It was a new paradigm. It was difficult to sell. I but- could –
0: Sorry, I could see eventually Tesla getting there, like once they're a little more fully formed as a company, and not that they're not fully formed, but like the Model 3 is successful, it's out, maybe the Model Y is out, they've got this battery factory humming at full capacity, and they're like, we can give new life to all
3: these old 60s. Wouldn't it be great if they built the X and, I'm sorry, the Y and the 3 on the same platform, so you could pop out the batteries mm-hmm. and these cars could go for a very long time actually although the battery is probably one of the longest living components of the car mm-hmm. and I'd, I'd be curious to see you know what's the failure rate on motor on other connector parts of the car to get a sense for how long these cars really will last yeah tina c uh, asked the question a lady letter thank you tina Um, about
2: Arcadia Power, which was at the end of the last show that I had in there. And she was saying that um, she's in the military, so she's moving a lot. So sort of setting up to get, you know, uh, Arcadia Solar to give uh, her um, credits on her current bill is not very good because her bill keeps changing all the time. Can she just get cash? And I don't know the answer to that, but I will ask them whether you can just sort of instead of getting your – Bill lessened by being a part of this. You can just get money in the bank. And she also says that, you know, San Antonio, for example, is the seventh biggest American city and it has no supercharger. And whole states like Arkansas have no superchargers. We need more
3: superchargers. Couldn't agree with you more. And she said there needs to be more charging capacity for cars on military bases, which is a really great idea. You know, the military has been one of the largest uh, proponents of renewable energy. They see the light yeah. as far as the need to get off of fuel and energy coming from the sun or wind is much easier because you don't have to, de- you don't have to you know, bring the stuff in. You don't have to dedicate resources to that. And I would like to see the military maybe promote electric vehicles to their employees. And I
0: totally agree with you. And one of the most dangerous things that the military does is bring fuel into the battlefield very different.
2: And I would like to state for the record,
0: Tina, thank you for your service.
2: Jeffrey Nelson says uh, a lot of things, but basically he says, I've got a couple of ideas here, mate. He says a lot of things. He says, you know those falcon wing doors that Mel loves so much? Mm -hmm. Um, He's put forth here, I don't know if he drew these or if he found them on the interwebs, that you can actually make really cool doors that the Model X or Y or whatever is coming next – doesn't have to have falcon wing doors. You can actually put a sliding door that looks spectacularly interesting on a X-like body shape, and that would be pretty cool. Yeah. And then he goes further. Mm -hmm. He sends me a little video of a car, which looks like it's from the 70s, which really was trying to prototype some interesting door designs. And one of the door designs they came up with is the disappearing door. Did you see this video? No. There was a car prototyped in the 70s where you open the door and the door slides under the car. Mm. Like a roll-away bed. Mm. It goes under the car. Couldn't do that,
0: though, because we have the battery under there. Oh, maybe they could, I guess.
2: It's just fascinating. There's so much tech here, and I'm just saying, Elon, get the pencils out. Do not, please, for the love of Mel, put the falcon wing doors on the Model (laughs) Y. And he also says... Jeff also says that he, like me, bashed his wife in the head with a falcon wing He did door. it on purpose She was there, they're looking at the X and he's like, ha, I'll close the door, it won't really hit it or I'll just try scare to her. startle her is what he said Because there are sensors. Yeah, the sensors said, uh, let me show you a trick, we're not going to work <laughs> Boom! Hits his wife on the head Those falcon That's wing doors terrible, so his wife is not, good. not a fan Not a fan of the falcon not wing doors Not a fan no. Mike Smith has a letter here and it says, uh, first of all, Mike says, uh, you guys are smart, but I'm the smartest That would be Mel's The Smartest.
3: Thank you. I thought he said he was the smartest. No, no. He said you were
0: the smartest? Yes, he did. Clearly, he's not the smartest then. Who's
3: keeping score on all these smartest things? I know. We need to go back and tally them up. Who did you hire? Did you hire somebody who can come and tally up this stuff? (laughs) Yeah,
0: that sounds fun.
3: He provides a link on the Webler,
2: Webler, on the Tesla website, with all of the different connectors and rates of charging for those that need it. So, uh, just so you know, if you go to the Tesla site and you search around a bit, you can find all of these thousands of different connectors that Robert has, at least one of every one of them, Right. and the different speeds with which they can. Charge your car. Yeah, you yeah. go to
0: the shop button and you click on that, and then you can find charging, and then they'll show you all these charging accessories, including an installation or a, a part for dual adding dual charging to your Tesla. A little box for two thousand dollars. You can buy a little NEMA, all the NEMAs that you could that you have. Right. For you can buy the Chatamo adapter for four hundred bucks. The little adapters for forty five bucks, and you can add the dual charger thing
3: two thousand dollars. That's right, installed at the service center. Oh, that's nice. But what's really cool is that I recently, right at the end of the year, I bought a wall charger that could do up to 80 amps or 70 amps, 72 amps. When I read the instructions, you can daisy chain like five of them to the same circuit so that if you have multiple cars, you can have multiple cars plugged in to a 100-amp circuit – with five or up to five wall chargers and it can manage the power going to each of the cars this that,
0: very one specific charger that you purchased
3: no it's a tesla it's, charger. it's the tesla, tesla wall charger, charger has mm. the ability to be daisy chained up to five units mm-hmm. off the same circuit mm-hmm. and you don't have to put a 100 amp circuit to each of the wall chargers. All you have this to do is
0: have 5 Teslas.
3: Is massive because my next question was um
2: But
0: what? that'd be huge for destination charging, right? Like for it a would. destination charging right, area. Right. So that correct? if
3: your car is nearing 80% and the charge rate could, you know, actually wall chargers don't change their charge rate. They're pretty standard. It's the supercharger DC that changes its charge rate as you get up to a higher uh higher state of charge mm-hmm. the wall chargers the ac chargers they don't they have they're not taxing the car's battery mm-hmm. ability to suck up charge, but the wall chargers. I imagine from reading what I did in the owner in the little owner's manual, install manual is that they can dial down the power to your car when it's nearing full charge, so that it can ramp up the power to the other cars in the daisy chain of wall chargers.
2: This is actually huge to me because I was about to uh, ask you guys the question. Look, um, getting a, a new studio because you can't come and do talking tests every week for four hours in my house anymore where's the new studio (laughs) it's going to be down the road and the question i have is this you know we've all got electric cars people coming over gonna have electric cars do i put in one or five tesla chargers Mm. or do i do like i have at my house here have a tesla charger and a rj seventeen seventy seven 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 seven, just in case somebody who would dare come to the studio who doesn't drive a tesla what do i get do i get multiple tesla chargers or do I have to throw in a
3: 1777 Well, you know, you can get from Antony, you can Antony. get You can get a plug that goes on the end of a Tesla wall charger that is a J1772. They're because 200 they bucks. Otherwise. Yeah, they're 200 bucks.
2: Interesting.
0: And cheaper than the charger would be, though, if you put in uh, yeah, just a single true, charger. Yeah, that's true,
3: because a really
2: cheap charger is like 400 bucks now. Right. Well, so the, the Tesla $1 one's like four fifty.
0: No, paid. but what he's saying is he's going to put in a Tesla charger. Right. The set he could put in two Tesla yes. chargers or a Tesla charger yeah. and another J charger, which may right. not get used very often. Like a so if he can point. put in two Tesla chargers. Yeah, but
3: you can put in a like a charge point. That's not charge point. I'm sorry, Clipper Creek. They have like one of the most reliable wall chargers of a J1772 variety. You can get one of those stick a 100-amp circuit to it, and it can power. It can go into a Tesla at max power. That's true, and the Teslas
0: come with that
3: adapter. Right. Can you daisy-chain that one? No. I'm sure you can because there was somebody when we went – I'm going to say no. When we went to the TMC Connect two, almost two years ago, year and yes. a half ago, yes. there was a talk about a company that was making a logic circuit that you could chain, I don't know how many, in an apartment setting, like 40 – Charge points, uh, not the charge point charger, but eight place in which you could charge and have it logic out so that cars were charging at the rate they need to charge, the amount they need to charge based on how many miles somebody needs to go or how uh, what the level of their state of charge is. So I'm sure there's been uh, action on that, and that would be something great to cover on another episode. Yeah,
2: we need to talk about this more because families are increasingly becoming not one electric car, but multiple electric cars. Yeah, For example, uh, Dave Mason, Jess Mason, been on the show. You heard him a couple of weeks ago. They are so in love with their S. Dave was over here last night, and he's like, i got to get rid of my ICE car. I want to break the lease. I'm getting another electric car. This is insane. Getting into an ICE car now is like, what is wrong with this vehicle? Yeah. So I think uh, you're going to see this more and more, and charging is going to be an issue. Daisy changing. Love it. Let's keep going. Oh, my God, this is going to be the longest show in the history of the world. Dennis Rizzo, mate, just said that PG&E is now offering a $500 uh, rebate. PG&E is one of the electric companies here. Pacific Gas and Electric. And it's just a reminder that I think the, the electric companies are now starting to wake up Hang on, there's market here All these cars have got to get charged Let's uh, get people into electric cars We're going to make some money As long as that electricity
3: is green I'm happy with it Go yeah. for it, do it You and- know, to Pacific Gas and Electric today uh, Has put all large users of natural gas On warning That there isn't enough natural gas in Los Angeles to go around Thank you So the refineries, which use a ton How maybe much? Even a shit ton of natural gas to break down the various oil products into what people pump into their cars and their trucks, etc. They are on warning right now to turn down their use of natural gas because there isn't enough natural gas to power the power plants that send electricity to the homes of the people that are in Southern California.
2: Aaron Schneider writes this. Um, He's over there in the Florida. Men that are gentle. And he calls us, uh, dear men that are gentle. He's invited us to crash at his place when we come and watch the Falcon Heavy go up in the air. And I'm so excited because this is going to be three rockets and they're all going to come back at the same time and land. It's going to be so exciting. But he also said, you're wrong, boys. You've been talking about millennials as your kids are millennials, but you're not old enough to have uh, millennial kids. And that made me think, what is this millennial thing? So here we go. I just looked this up. Baby Boomers, let's be very clear. 1946 to 1964. Mel and Robert. Our baby boomers I'm a baby, baby boomer I just snuck in in 64 I don't
3: want to be thought of as an old baby You're
2: an old baby boomer You're a young boomer Tom, actually. little Tom over here is a Gen Xer Because that goes from 1965 to 1984 Because I'm cool So you, Gen X, maybe he's, you should be driving an X He's a Gen Xer Gen Ys are from 1984 to 2000 These are also called millennials Which was the original description And we are currently in what people are calling Gen I or Gen Z, or Centennials. Oh. But some people want to change it. But my but,
0: child is a millennial in this exactly. situation. My so I'm saying, too, yeah.
2: Aaron, that our kids are actually millennials by the current definition. Well, half of mine are, anyways. And some people want to change this definition again, and I realize this is all made up. And what this is about Vaporware. is to put people into categories so that you can make fun of them. Which is what old people do. I find it humorous that I used to sit around as a kid hearing the grandparents and people say how my generation was a useless sack of piece of piss, and now my friends are doing the same thing to their kids. You millennials are idiots, and you don't do anything. And like, oh my so this gosh, is every generation from the beginning of humankind, yeah. when we were apes, would make fun.
0: I'm scared because now I have a I have one millennial and one centennial.
2: Yeah, Gen-I. I
0: don't
3: like it general ia general i Is it Gen-I-A? Gen-I. <laughs> Gen-I. Is it Gen-I like I? general Twain. I was thinking about him. <laughs> I. Everything is most important for me, I. Jonas Holm
2: says, uh, look, here up in uh, Sweden, we are 91% renewable. And then he goes on to say, you know, the Sweden. Netherlands is good and Norway is really good as well. And I say, these are all the same country as far as I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> and good work with your renewables. And there it goes. <laughs> Chris Quinn says um, – Mel, you'd be proud of your old hometown in Melbourne, where the trams, which are these sort of trains that go on the roads. Wait a minute, what are trams? Can you explain they're me? They're what trains a tram is? That go on the roads, hmm. like the Muni, <laughs> and these ones are electric. And I grew up riding these, going to school every day, and going downtown. And I love the Melbourne trams, and now they're going fully renewable. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, so next time I go back to Melbourne, I'm going to hop on a tram for old time's sake, and I'm going to know that I'm riding around on pure renewable energy. Are
0: they trams like the Disneyland parking lot trams or the Universal Studio like with no
2: windows? There's windows. They're open carriages. Open carriages? What does that mean? That You can step in, step off. You can look out the windows. It's all good. It's a tram, although they're really different than the ones when I was at school. They were like, Ka-ta-ka-ta-ka. and now they look like super duper, like trains, like
3: real trains. But they're,
0: so they're not buses.
3: They're trams, mate. Right? Forgot this cycle. reminds me. On. This reminds me of when I was in San Francisco in November and they had going up and down Market Street, not one type of tram, electric cable, or streetcar. Not a cable. That's car, a street streetcar, car. streetcar. Streetcar. Not a tram. And it's called Desire. They had, they had the trams, cars from all the major cities of the world. From like these, the 40s and the 50s. Yes. They're cool. And so I rode on a California, Los Angeles. Yellow car And it was great Another was reason like, to go to San Francisco cool. Yeah, you can see the history I've been on Cincinnati
0: uh, streetcars in San Francisco
3: Since Was it called San- Desire? Yeah, that's true <laughs> They had them, them <laughs> from Atlanta None of them were called Desire They were no. from Europe It was really cool
0: Yeah
2: A streetcar named Desire is a uh, really famous movie that I've no, watched No, really? I've never seen
3: it <laughs> Is it good?
2: Is that what it is? Yes Mylon Brando, I it's suspect good, yeah. It's it actually
3: good? an orange car I just looked up the picture Los Angeles Transit Lines there's a picture of it, guys. That's beautiful. <laughs> look,
2: people don't care. Chris Johnson <laughs> says, you guys are all worried about the Model S and the Model 3 differentiation. And he said, stop worrying about it. Are we it. worried about that? I'm worried sick. <laughs> and he's like, look, you got your Model 3 and in terms of BMWs. They've got a 3 Series, and it starts at $33,000. They've got a 5 Series, it starts at $50,000. They've got a 7 Series, it starts at $81,000. If BMW can do it, Tesla is surely smart enough to sell different versions of different cars. Oh, Thank you. shut up about all this stuff.
3: Just look what he put in bold. Bold, no less I did not want to read it Clearly, Robert is the smart one
2: I didn't notice that Clearly, Robert is the smart one I just wanted to gloss over that Thank you, Chris Noel (laughs) Noel Hudson says this He loves the show And uh, he thinks that we're all great, okay? Um, (laughs) He's listened to every single episode Which I have not done (laughs) (laughs) He's done better than the rest of us Noel, you have wasted a lot of time (laughs) (laughs) And he found a little sort of Easter egg here that suggests Unlike Elon stating that we're going to go to 100 kilowatts and probably stop there, that he found a little Easter egg that suggests that they are at least going to do a 120 kilowatt hour battery, which, by the way, if you do the math, will be a 400 mile range no. in a Model S. I oh. want that car, and I want a C
3: rate of 1.4 million. Well oh, then it's all over, right? Then, then who's going to build engines? Who's going to bother fixing engines? Would people actually drive? Okay, so I have another question. Car- How many people would convert? From their ice car, right? There's some folks, I get it, you know, they don't make a lot of money. They're a minimum wage earner and they're stuck buying gas and driving an ice car. But how many people wow. would actually flip their ice car to an electric car if you got the C rate to four and the range was four hundred?
0: It just it would still depend on how they could charge it. I mean four hundred reduces their needs to charge, but it doesn't eliminate their needs to charge. But I have a question for you two who have just purchased both of us yet again new Tesla's Go. for the record. Well,
2: there's a lot of buying and canceling going on. Well, Go on. no, you've received a car. One. I have one. He's
0: got a car. He's already locked in. He's angry about it, but he's locked in. He's the angriest person who's getting a brand new Tesla. I just got ever. a brand
3: new S and I hate it. <laughs> That's I'll so, be happier if they can so fix it. So what the wipers. happens to you
0: if Let's say w- within a year. Yes, there is a Tesla Model S. Yes, with a 140 kilowatt hour battery. Yes, in it and it gets more than four hundred miles range. Yes, are you guys buying another one in eighteen months? In twelve mm-hmm. months? No. I
2: believe we've talked about this. Elon said he's going to do this to us. You're just going to have to get used to it. I'm talking about you two. I'm not going to because I have a three year lease. I want a one year lease for exactly that reason. Mm -hmm.
0: But how much? Okay, so let's. Oh, I'm going to ask you another question then. Your three year lease is let's just say fourteen hundred dollars a month. I don't know what it is, but I'm just going to guess that it's around fourteen hundred dollars a month. If they said to you, you could have a one year lease, but it's nineteen hundred a month.
2: Yeah, that's the question. What would the number would go up? How high would it go for Mel, the idiot, to flip mm. his car every year? I don't know. At some point, Tom and I have talked about this offline. At some point, this has to end. Me having a $1,400 car payment is insane. My biggest car payment before Tesla came along was like 250 bucks, and I thought that was ridiculous. At some point, I want to stop. I want a Model Y with no Falcon Wind doors, which is a little smaller, and I want a reasonable car payment. I uh, let's say, $300 a month. This has to stop. It's too much money to spend on a car, but I can't help
3: myself. This just demonstrates how great a car the Tesla really is, that people who could afford uh, an expensive car but really shouldn't buy an expensive car are pushing themselves so far to get this car. I'm included in this, and and so many of the people that I meet – in the Tesla Club, at Tesla Superchargers, are in the exact same boat. They would never have bought a car at or or above a hundred thousand dollars if it hadn't been a Tesla. And I think that's really why we're all here. Tom
2: and I talked about this in one of the very first Talking Tesla episodes. Like there is no way in hell Herbert you would have even thought about a hundred thousand dollar car unless it was a Tesla, and that's so true I wouldn't even like this is I would used to call people stupid for buying a thirty thousand dollar car. Right. But Look now at me you've now. bought three. I am the biggest idiot <laughs> you've ever seen. You,
0: I struggled with maybe eighteen months before you bought your Tesla. Well, before we had this show, you're like,
1: I want a Tesla. I want
0: I'm like, dude, you can get a Tesla. You're a doctor. You have a business. You're a entrepreneur get a tesla get a tesla get a tesla no i don't want a Tesla. and now you like the dam open and then just broke out like
3: now you're three right. teslas deep into this thing <laughs> but what getting back I've to got the point problem, huh? I've, got a, I've got a driving problem what getting back to the point what would make me concerned that i made the wrong decision to buy a new tesla so let's get let's get this straight my tesla though three and a half years old, has 81,000 plus miles Correct. on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, it still drives great, and I still love it. It's not a new car, and it doesn't have autopilot, which is really important for me. 40% reduction in accidents and crashes, making me safer after like 14, 15 hours in the emergency department, driving home for an hour. That's important to me, probably to my family as well, so they're not objecting so much. Nah, don't bump words in their mouth. But if the charge rate, the C rate, right? What's our current C rate? Let's just say it's – let's call it one Okay. just for comparison. If the C rate – if if the Model 3 or a Model S version comes out in like nine months with a new battery and a C rate of three, I would be bummed. And – Again, I don't know
2: what to do with this. We've got lots of letters from people in the past who bought a brand new Model S and had a rise at the front door and then Hardware 2.0 comes out. This is going to be an ongoing problem. That's why, again, I ask, lease for a year. But Tom has brought up the question, but how much extra are you prepared to pay, you idiot? James Mott. I think it's uh, basically, he says uh, he's got his Amazon uh, Echo, right? And I love this. I got one of these, had it for about two years. And yeah, you can talk to it and it'll tell you things. He's got this thing where he's hacked it so it can basically now do the stuff that his app can do. So it can say, you know, uh, Alexa, go turn on uh, the butt warmer in the car and that kind of stuff. And he's done a bit of a hack there i got to tell you, this is a complete aside. Smart guy, I haven't actually checked out his thing because it requires a bit of work and I'm not the kind of person who likes to do any work. <laughs> um, I've also got a Google Home product. So this is sort of, you know, just as a, out of interest. The Google one, which is trying to talk to me right now, is way more accurate than the Amazon one. And I was going to actually put them next to each other and have some fun with the boys here, but we'll do it next week, where we'll talk to these two devices and see which one's the best. Is that white thing that looks like an air freshener? That's Google. Let's ask it the very specific question here. Okay, Google, who's the smartest, Mel, Tom, or Robert? Sorry, I can't help with that yet. Oh, she can't help with that yet, but she 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 will. She knows. Tevin Grant. Um... First of all, you might read this stuff on the air So, Rob is the smart one.
3: Oh my god, two in one show? Mel is the soul
2: of the show But huh? Tom is the heart of the show Aww. Beautiful um, I feel like I like, win He's the guy that uh, you thought was trolling And uh, he wants a sticker And it turns out that I have two extra stickers over there Let's send him one, but the rest of you Do not try and grovel for a sticker They're very expensive, <laughs> I've only got two left He's going to get one
3: Did I'm you just put saying, one
2: on the new car? I put one on the new car Oh, excellent Yes, it looks beautiful My wife wouldn't
0: let me put one on her car
2: just for Actually, moment. I haven't what? asked my wife I'm afraid to ask my wife Can I put the sticker on your car? She's like, <laughs> no way you put that <laughs> stupid thing on my car
0: She doesn't like the stickers on the uh,
2: David Sell is talking about uh, pre-owned vehicles And uh, Tom, what do you want to say about this? He says there's a $40,000 Model S out there
0: 87,000 miles on this car. So this car, so this is on <laughs> this is on the Los Angeles Craigslist. It is a it's a pretty nice looking Model S, uh, which has now been deleted by its author. So my guess is it's been sold. It was forty three grand,
1: wow, that's approximately
0: forty thousand dollars, and it had but it had eighty seven thousand miles, and that seems like a lot. I realize that your car has eighty thousand miles, but eighty one plus eighty one thousand miles. Would you you know it's, would you buy your car though
3: today? Oh for, yes,
0: for forty grand. I mean,
3: if I wasn't on this show, living the Tesla life, the talking Tesla life, I might not, but if I was me three and a half years ago when I was like you know having angst and anxiety about buying such an expensive car, and somebody said, "Hey, would you like one that's three years old, has eighty thousand miles on it, but the battery still charges to you know a hundred and forty uh, two hundred and forty six miles, mm-hmm. and you know the the I don't know. What else is wrong with it? The windshield's a little bit pitted from driving a lot. So would you so not have you
0: dings? bought a new Tesla if you weren't on this show? Like, has this show driven you to be, like, so rabidly excited about the new features in a car that you've dropped 100 and. God knows how much, thousands of dollars on a new Tesla, even though you still actually do love yours.
3: Yeah, I
2: think so. so. you're saying not only did you do the show for free because <laughs> we make no money. <laughs> this, show's this show has actually grand. cost you over $100,000. <laughs> this is, a, you know, when the DSM-8 comes out, this is going to be a new diagnosis. Oh that's, the,
3: that's the psychiatry manual huh? of all of the psychiatric disorders. This is called Tesla – Tesla Mania. So I will I've tell the bad, I will tell
0: all of Tesla Nation. Stop listening to this show right now. You. And another follow up question to you, Robert. Yes, Tom. Have you decided what to do with your eighty thousand mile Tesla? Will your wife and child be able to drive this car into the future, or will this car be showing up on the CPO website?
3: It will not show up on the CPO website. Mm. I cannot bring myself to have Tesla take the few things that I have put on this car and rip them out. I can't bring myself to that. They didn't offer me very much. But, you know, the benefit is whoever would buy it would get another four-year warranty on it. But the thing runs great. I mean, I— So what are you going to do with it? Yeah, this is a good question. I know it is. This is a good question. My son doesn't want it.
0: Daddy? What?
3: No. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, your new son wants it. <laughs> yeah. I've I, I've asked my wife. She's like, you know, I don't know. It's too big. I want the Model Three. And now she says, well, you know, maybe I'll drive it until the Model Three. Maybe. Yeah. Tom, let's do a deal right now. Give him <laughs> yeah, a good price. No, I Go. thought about Tom. Go. I've thought about Tom Give a Give
2: him lot. a good price. Yeah. Twenty thousand. No. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just starting the bidding. I'm just starting the bidding. You know, uh, what
0: did Tesla offer you for it again? Just out uh, of curiosity. They offered... I don't want to buy a car with 80,000 miles just for the record. But I mean, if oh, you, you want to give it to me, oh. that would be fine. Yeah, I didn't think so.
2: 20,000? Uh, 000, uh, zero. Is there any? other <laughs> <20, 000? laughs>
0: No, what did they offer you for? Mid-30s. Mid-30s, right.
2: Yeah. Mine had... Because that's a lot of miles. 30,000 miles. For them. Like there's
0: hardly any – the most CPO miles I think are just around 50 Mm -hmm. on the website. So that's a a high amount. And like I said, this guy – Probably the same situation you were in, he private-partied it on Craigslist, not David, but the, the listing that he sent me, because he probably got an extra $5,000. So is that in your future to put it on Craigslist for $40,000 and have to meet a whole bunch of people at the Culver City Supercharger, which I was at on Saturday, by the way?
3: Yeah, well, the benefit of my car is, number one, the, of course, the powertrain has unlimited miles on it. Unlimited. I mean, unlimited warranty. I do have a four-year extended warranty. Is that transferable? Yes. To the new owner? And so is unlimited supercharging. But your four-year
0: extended warranty is only, what, another year maybe left? How old's your
3: car? Uh, three and a half years. So I've got to six move months? on. Oh, my God. No, it's a four-year warranty that you can extend to eight years. Oh, okay. Or I think it's... Um, Maybe it's a hundred thousand miles. This
2: is good stuff, Herbert. This Settle is really f- inside damn. baseball. It's, and not. We're so it's and not. We're losing energy because we've been going so long. The um, oxygen has been sucked no, out going, of the room. I've got to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. Carl Learmakers says, "Okay, whatever." Lear Tom Marcus. is the smart one. Okay, that just sort of, <laughs> I'm sick of it.
3: Tom's wife <laughs> and man. He
2: wants to know more about uh, your wife's uh, brush with death. In the range department, I think we're going to have to do this at another time. But also he says this, Carl
3: from Dutch speaking Belgium, part of the low countries, which is why in Dutch we call the Netherlands Nederland, which means low country in the singular form, because otherwise it would sound like Belgium, which was part of the Netherlands, which contrary to Holland is not, or at least no longer since two centuries. I trust this is now very clear. It is 100% not.
2: Oh, my God. Mike Joel um, shows us a very funny video. Which is about um, what we were talking about before, this sort of generational problem. And it's a very funny video about this guy and it's sort of back in the day. Why would I buy Mr. Ford's uh, carriageless vehicle when I have a horse? The horse is perfectly good. And that's kind of where we're at right now with all mm. of these changes with the autonomy and electric vehicles. Why would I need that? You don't know you need it until you've been in one and then, you're in then you'll have an, you know disorder like me and Robert and have to buy one every two years. Paul Sherman says um, he must live up near Lompoc. The puck that is long. <laughs> and he says that the only time that that supercharger has ever full is when there is a Tesla, um, I mean a SpaceX event. And then he wonders aloud another thing. There's a lot of people that get really carsick if they're not driving. I have a couple of people in my family just like mm-hmm. that. Will autonomous vehicles make a lot of people sick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who cares? I think about that. <laughs> it's not my
0: problem. I think about that all the time. And and speaking of full superchargers, so early Saturday morning in Culver City. Early. early and we were talking not light. Like early Saturday morning, went early. to Westfield, Culver City, which is where the Culver City superchargers are located in the yes, parking Tom. lot, right? And they were full except for one spot.
3: What time of the day was this? Probably
0: 10 a.m. on Saturday.
3: Well, that's not so early. That's pretty early. It's not it, that early, Tom. Thing, go ahead, go Tom, on. Make your point because I have a point after that. It's pretty f- early.
0: It's early all. for you, but go <laughs> decide. Go. On.
3: And they're full, and they're not
0: full of people long-distance supercharging. They're full of people in the neighborhood charging their cars up for the week coming ahead. And when I came out of the mall, there was one car waiting in line. They were all full. And I say to all of those people using the Culver City superchargers, charger in your house and stop using them
2: Elon's gonna fix that he's gonna start charging these people
3: and you'll
0: watch not those people
3: why not because because those are the unlimited superchargers Mm. Uh... so I woke up very early on the morning that was Thursday last week I had to go to work and I realized I had not plugged my car in Mm mm-hmm I only had 56 miles, mm-hmm. and I have a 52-mile commute. Mm-hmm. So I was screwed. So I quickly grabbed my coffee, jumped in the car, went over to the Culver City Supercharger, and guess how many cars were plugged in at 445 in the morning? None. None. And But what I did see was this, and this really made my heart sing. There are three Tess Loop cars parked adjacent to the Supercharger. And I say to Tess Loop, thank you. Thank you for being considerate and not blocking the superchargers. But what really fucking sucks, I'm there. I'm there. I have to charge. I have to get to fucking work. And look at how fast my car was charging. My car was at 50 or so miles range. I think it's written right there. 52 miles. And it wasn't that cold. The temperature, maybe 48. My car had already driven a mile to get there. Fifty-two kilowatts. That's all I'm charging at Culver City. You only have yourself to
0: blame. You didn't plug in. Send a little oh, reminder. On. What's going on? Why?
3: Fifty-two Why are you kilowatts. And that's 169 miles an hour in a huge supercharger used all the time. That's completely empty. Did you change? WTF? Sl- did, you, did you change spots and see if there was a yes. no problem? I went from like four. The you know they're paired from four to three. Same. That's upsetting. That was, I
2: was B-
0: BS. What is up, Tesla? Four to three, they'd be the same pair, though. No, four A, four four oh, A, four B. I it wasn't one, two. Davey three, four.
2: Mason again. I've said his name like four times in the show. We're going to have to get him on more. Um, he was at the Tahone Super Ranch, driving from Fresno to LA, plugged in, and he sent me a uh, a little uh, snapshot of how fast he was charging. Nearly 400 miles per hour. It was like, he's like, oh, my God. That's beautiful. Look at this. Isn't that nice? It's crazy. Christopher Johnson says, uh, and I have to read it, and I'll read it very poorly. Hello, Mel, Tom, and Robert, the smartest one. <laughs> wink, wink. Gents, love the show. Keep going. The best thing you have done thus far is to add Robert. Oh, that's nice. So it wasn't starting to show. Mel's wits, Tom's sound effects, for example, when he does The Time Machine, and, uh, and Robert's vast knowledge of many things, including stuff that I can't pronounce, make for a great show every week. I just thought it was okay, but he says, Dude, put out the trunk show video. Stop whining. Get it out there. People need to see it. Frank Capizzo says, Mel, it's not future Faraday. It's Faraday future. And I just want to say, Frank, <laughs> it's the future... That is Faraday, right? Oh, boy. So we'll be clear. Tom Wales says, "Uh, holy crap! Trump's a Tesla owner. Donald Trump's a Tesla owner. Now he probably doesn't know he's a Tesla owner, but they bought a Tesla so he could say he bought an American car. Isn't that interesting? Nobody cares. <laughs> and then Joel Sapp, who we all know so very well over the, the years, the good-looking Joel Sapp. Who uh is the president of the Talking Tesla Black Caucus, currently with two members, <laughs> himself and Dedrick. He sent us a lot of pictures of his school days, and I just love these. And it reminds me of a story, and I don't think I've told this story here on Talking Tesla. And this one is for you, Joel. So I've got a brother-in-law who uh went to school in Hawaii. He moved to Hawaii when he was in, like, fifth grade. And he was – you know, my brother-in-law is spectacularly white. And he went to school here in <laughs> Hawaii – uh, Here in Hawaii, because we're in Hawaii. No, we're not in Hawaii, but (laughs) here in the Americas that have it, Hawaii. And uh, he was considered a Howley. All of the Hawaiian kids wouldn't talk to my young brother-in-law because he was white and not from Hawaii. So they didn't talk to him. But he looked across this vast expanse of kids in this school and he saw a black kid. That nobody was talking to. And he thought... They both felt I'll go talk to that kid because nobody's talking to him. And they had a lovely conversation and became not great friends over time, but they were friendly because racism had brought them together. (laughs) And you know what, Joel? Guess who that young, very attractive young black man was? One Barry Obama. No. Yeah. My brother-in-law went to middle school and high school with Barack Obama. And he proves it by pulling out, just as you've done, Joel, all of these pictures from his middle school and high school. And there in the front is a very handsome, very young, not at all gray-haired Barack Obama. Isn't that a great story? My brother-in-law went to school with the president. That is a great story. And then I asked him, was there any evidence back then in the day that this young fellow would become president? And he said to me, straight-faced, Think about the people you went to middle school and high school with. Do you think any of those idiots was going to become president?
0: No, but those people were eating witchy grubs for lunch and doing all kinds of crazy so, shit. Witchy great gross. story.
2: Now, unfortunately, there's a couple more letters that I didn't read because they were added after uh, the 6 o'clock timeline. C-C. So, I think we should just end it here because it is, I think, currently the longest show in the history of shows. It's so stupid already. And, we were, <laughs> and it's very stupid. And we'll do these next week. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm fried. This was very long. I have a lot of anger. It's all come out now. I'm glad to have spent a few hours with you.
3: But can we just call it done? Uh, clearly not. Robert's got his hand God I radio. have a help me. <laughs> will, will the new studio have an espresso machine? It will. It'll Excellent. have a huge espresso machine. Oh, it's it's going to have 17 Tesla chargers. He doesn't even drink coffee. It's going to
2: be great. It's going to have it's an any of those at things. least At least he, he made uh, all of that up. It's going to have a Diet Coke dispenser.
0: Is it going to have a place for people to come and write letters in person?
2: (laughs) (laughs) What are we going to do? There's so many letters. The show is now over two hours, 15
0: minutes. Twitter poll. Do you want us to continue to read so many damn letters? (laughs) I want a Twitter poll. I think four letters a a week. Here's a Twitter poll this week. they got to be good.
3: Wow. That's radical. I I don't know how many Talking Tesla listeners – want a Tesla, like don't actually have one yet, like they're planning on a Model 3 or they're waiting on an S or an X to actually earn a little more money. But I wonder how much they're affected by the new choices that Tesla has put out, the fixed choices. You can only have a white interior with black uh, headliner, or you can only have a tan interior with uh, the light color headliner. I want to know, do people want it the old way? Or do they want it the new way I was—I thought you were going to ask
0: How many people are listening to this show That just want a Tesla generally And I was like <laughs> if you don't want a
2: Tesla Why And do? you're listening to this show You need to figure out something else in your life <laughs> I've got a question How no. long into the show do you all stop listening <laughs> Oh, At 22 minutes Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls His name is Robert That guy over there is Tom My name is Mel, I'm the smartest one Cece okay. is our producer EJ is editing this DJ, thank you, and I'm sorry. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Talking Tesla is a production of Fulibu Incorporated, produced by Mel Herbert and C.C. Herbert, hosted by Mel Herbert, Tom Watson, and Robert Rosenblum. To support Talking Tesla, go to patreon.com forward slash
1: talking tesla. If you love the show, write us a review on iTunes.